0: Attention, Shit. people of Earth! What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth! Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message.
1: And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebers.
2: Oh, please let it be fantastic! Of course. Yes, yes, yes. it's rather good, isn't
3: it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore!
4: There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop-ass.
5: We came, we saw, we
6: kicked it ass! How
5: freaking
1: cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out.
3: (laughs) We are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while.
1: Oh, God, this makes
6: me happy.
1: Live on all the internet's webs and tubes. It's Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert.
7: Live on Any Media Weekly Radio, streaming worldwide and podcasting. Who the fuck knows where? This is Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert for Saturday. September 16, 2017. One week until vacation, motherfuckers! Amen. <laughs> I deserve this fucking vacation! Yes, you do. Although Kenny still will uh, Remind me uh, to ask Kenny what my per diem... Oh, that's a, we, we might as well get this right out of the way. Right now, folks. I know I announced this earlier on Turn Up Night with Kenny Peck, live every Tuesday and Friday, 7, 10 p.m. Eastern, here on Anime Weekly Radio. But you know what? This is such a big fucking deal we're doing it again because uh, I, somehow, some way, I've been approved for another press pass to cover AWA 2017. Woo, yo! So, yes, I will be there... Uh, you know, maybe maybe it's like a vampire. Once you're in, you're in. <laughs> you know. Uh I, I, I don't know. Say. You know, uh, but yes, I will be I will be uh covering AWA Anime Week in Atlanta for you non-anime nerds out there. Uh for for any media weekly radio, so IMW at AWA. I think that's a good uh, event title for this. Um I don't know if we'll be doing a live show that weekend. I believe we're taking next week off, but I'm still waiting. You know, we'll, we'll figure that out later, too. But um, if we are on the air, inter- I'll be brought. I, I can't run the show from, an, from the hotel because, you know, hotel Internet is famously crappy. But um, I will be on my own show. Um, so there's always that. Uh, but anyway, so that's the big news. We'll talk more about that when Kenny gets here uh, because we got some stuff to go to. But anyway, uh, joining me, as always, out uh, of the great city of Missoula, Montana. Uh, John Kendall, King of Montana, are you still on fire?
8: Uh, Actually, no. Um, We're the opposite now in some
7: areas of Montana. We're getting snow already. <laughs> so are you saying it's literally a song of ice and fire? Yeah, and like... <laughs>
8: the smoke has cleared out in some places it rained uh pretty hard like the last couple of days so um but i read somewhere that uh <coughs> the uh forest service said that uh we're not out of the woods until um november at least
7: yeah um but yeah, well, at least everything's doing okay. I I love Missoula. You know, if I if I had enough money to, you know, if I had the money, I would be living there now. I mean, that's le- that place is like a liberal oasis in a desert of conservative douchebaggery.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
7: yes. I I will actually. I will take that back. Montanans don't strike me as particularly conservative. They strike me more as just independent, and for some stupid reason they express that by voting Republican! <laughs> yeah. Montanans
8: are... We're a rare breed of uh, glorious uh, people. Like, <laughs> most... We just want to be left alone, like... Right. You know, to do our own thing, but uh, most of the people see those values lining up with... Uh, republican values you know I, but it's yeah. like we're if i had to put a thing on it, it we'd be the majority of montanans would be a um right-leaning libertarian
7: yeah but here's the thing is that the republicans don't believe in leaving you alone if you believe if you agree with them they're willing to leave you alone but if you're say california which refuses to bend the knee to shitler uh, they will use every tool at their disposal to force you to bend the knee. You know, like Daenerys, you know...
8: Uh, hey, hey, hey. You don't talk bad about Mike Khaleesi.
7: All right, fair <laughs> enough. All right, also joining us on uh, the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Miles Legon, the, G- the GM Galaxy Master of Mike Chukri with Adam Ebert.
6: Yes, indeed, I am here, and oh, having a day off, well asterisk is really nice
7: <laughs> so uh yes uh, and, and you will be going you'll be firing up the lagon mobile going up to new york next week to uh see uh one of my favorite people in the world and i, and I mean that genuinely rain john john felis well rain too rain, <laughs> oh. rain's on the list
5: rain's on the list hey hey hey, <laughs> s-
7: hey rain you, will you always- like how i did that yeah, no, but I I will be completely serious. Rain and Rain and Bob invited me to visit during Cherry Blossom Festival. I can make it. Cool. And you, you guys know I. You guys know if you've been listening to this program, you know that the one thing I want more than anything is the authentic hanami experience, flower watching, yeah. and those are authentic Japanese sakuras in Washington D.C. So that's yep. about as close as I'm going to get without backing packing. Anyway, so, you know, I, I love Rain. But no, John Fuglesing is an awesome man, uh, a, a a good father, one of the most compassionate human beings I've ever had the privilege of having a handshake with. And if you guys don't come back with an interview, you're fired. No, I'm just playing.
6: Did you see I the really picture like of, our, uh, of the droid of the we made him?
7: Yes, JF-201, was it? 121.
6: 121.
7: One two one. Well, I was close. There was a two and a you one in,
6: in it. You were very close.
7: I don't know why I said two. I don't know why I thought two zero one, but uh, yes, I, I think it looks really nice. And you know, I I will say, uh, you know, uh, he, he's got an adorable son too. If yeah. kite, if my nephew turns out to be half as cute as, as John Fielasing's son is, I I will be a very happy uncle. But anyway, also joining us out of uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the DM Rogue DM. Dungeon master of my Check Ray with Adam. He wrote Michelle Ligon. Hello, hello. So let me see. So when when is the Lagon Mobile taking off for Port St. Lucie? Thursday. Early,
10: yeah, early Thursday morning.
7: So yeah. are you? So are you going there, coming back, and then going to wherever Frank and Trace are the next week, or is this like a week yep. long ordeal? Okay. Okay. So yeah. base. So what I'll do is I'll send you know. Uh I think John is familiar enough with every with our, with our network that he may he doesn't necessarily need a business card. I I haven't ordered yet. I'm sorry. I will be ordering tomorrow and I should be able to get you some uh in time for the the uh, uh what what is it uh the Mads are back tour.
6: Yeah, okay. I'm I'm hoping I can make it to the Mads right now. Work is because of the hurricane damage, I may be stuck. Yeah. Um. I thought right you're... now, because I, I, I already have vacation days lined up for my New York trip, so that's safe. But they can force me to work like a Saturday and a Sunday. I'll I'll see what I can do, but uh, you know it, it's. I'm hoping I'll be okay, but you
7: know
11: it's one of those.
6: Michelle <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. just have to drive up without me.
7: Oh, oh oh oh! Are you going to go or are you going to stay, Michelle?
10: We shall see what
6: happens.
10: (laughs) Uh,
7: I will say I've met Trace and Frank before, and they are up there with John Fiegel saying on the list of people that I admire greatly. Uh, Very nice people. But um, anyway, uh, so what? What what is this? Hold on, one second. Uh, This is this is day two hundred and thirty nine. Of the Trump crisis. Are we there yet?
5: Nice.
6: Are we there yet? I love this.
7: Oh my god, this is awesome. Uh, that is the perfect... I didn't want to just, you know, snatch the, the calliope version from Bob Seska. I, I don't want to end up on Bob Seska's shit list because I really like Bob Seska too. But that was the best, like, I, you know, the kazoo, kazoo is,
5: right? yes, yeah. the kazoo
7: is a very undignified instrument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: The kazoo, yeah. Well, the,
7: And you, well, mystery. Wh- sorry.
6: I was going to say that, that must be a gold-bladed kazoo to be, yeah.
7: <laughs> but Go ahead. The, the kazoo, you, you mystery science theater 3000 fans will get this. The kazoo is the anteater of the instrument family. <laughs> <laughs> At least I wasn't doubled as a filthy, repulsive ant eater. <laughs> so, you haven't seen Overdrawn the Memory Bank, starring Raul Julia? Oh, no! <laughs> oh, you need to. You need to. No, so, yeah. Uh, it's but you know. I, let me tell you uh shitler got played he has he thinks he thinks he thinks Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer like him it's like no they now know what we've been saying for months on this show that the way you get you make you if you just stroke Donald Trump's ego See what I did there? Okay. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, you just make him feel more of a man than he is, and he is like what? You know, he he is like putty in your hands. What what was it that Madeline Kahn said in *Placing Saddles*? Warm sauerkraut. Oh.
6: It,
7: it's been a while since I've watched *Placing Saddles*, folks.
6: Me too, but I don't remember that phrase. Who's who's
7: warm sauerkraut? Uh, Bart.
6: <laughs> is that the guy that Headley? Uh, is oh, that G- the guy that got hit in the sho- head
7: with a shovel? No, it's the it, Bert is the good guy. Oh, and he goes to see the woman, Madeline Kahn. Yes. yes.
6: Okay. okay. Lily von Stupp, and she calls <laughs> and she calls him Warm Sauerkraut.
7: Yeah, he's like warm sauerkraut in my hands or something like that. I don't remember. It's It's been a while. Okay. I'll uh, take
6: your word
7: for it. I thought, I thought Blazing Saddles was your... Uh... It is. I just don't know it word for word. I know well, neither
6: do I. Well, there oh, well... go. Brothers in arms in, uh, you know, failing memory of Blazing Saddles. That's good. We're fine.
7: Who are you again? see what i did there yes Mm -hmm.
6: i did i did see
7: that well done you're welcome all right uh but yeah day 239 of the trump crisis may it be over swiftly um but yeah chuck and nancy really played them you know like i said all you have to do is, is you know Give him a little mental masturbation. <laughs> no, don't him...
10: use those words.
7: No. <laughs> Give him a. What, what would you. What, what, a brain Joe? <laughs> yeah, Yeah, yeah.
6: Um, he's but, like a puppy.
7: How about? He's like a puppy. Yes, I said he's sucked. He's like, constant,
6: constant love. Yes. I mean. He shits and diarrhea is all over the place. Otherwise, but if you just give him a little love and attention, yeah, he'll he'll come over and lick your hand and play nice and all that stuff. And then as soon as you let stop, up oh, off to shit and you know, puke and you know whatever. I mean, you know, I don't mean to imply that he's as adorable as a puppy. I'm talking about his, you know.
7: His neediness. And, and Kenny, oh, yes. Kenny, the boss is listening. He says, quote, he's like wet sauerkraut in my hands. By morning he will be my slave. Lily vunched up.
6: <laughs> okay. But see,
7: but see, I can re- I can do the asshole scene from Spaceballs, like, you know. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but all right uh, so we got we have the supposed we have the the deal on funding uh, and uh, what was what was the other part of the deal? Uh, hurricane fund re- relief um because even though I have my issues with um Texas and Florida <laughs> we don't we don't leave our own people to drown like rats. That's Republican bullshit so. Um uh, and then of course there's the deal, no deal, maybe deal on DACA. Oh, that's got I mean, there's not even a nothing's been published yet and his his supporters are just losing their shit. See that's the thing, is that I get it Burning
6: Hats
7: Burning Hats. <laughs> you know, do us a favor burn the hat while it's on your head. <laughs> oh no, no!
6: I don't. Uh, I don't want to have to pay for their medical bills. So,
7: if 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 we're lucky, if the if the if the horrible third degree burns don't finish the job, the fumes will.
6: Oh well, okay.
10: Yeah, because uh, heaven it, knows what's what's in those toxic uh, materials that are in those hats. It's they are made in China. <laughs>
6: It's
8: uh funny you bring that up because most uh, house fire deaths are attributed to uh, smoke inhalation. So, before the burn comes the smoke.
7: Yeah. Uh-huh. That is true. That is true! Well, that is also true. That is also true! Alright. Okay. So, what else do we got? What else happened? This, week? Uh, this is breaking news, folks. Breaking news. We are not pulling out of the Paris Accord. Shocking. Uh, yeah, I'm shocked. Col- color me shocked, but, you know, I I think that we're dealing with a bipolar man here. I mean, the man is mentally ill. You know, I, I mean, he's basically, has everyone here watched the It Crowd? It Crowd? No. no. British comedy. Have you tried turning it off and on again? No, that doesn't oh, ring a bell. for fuck's sake, guys. You're really dropping the ball here. Yeah. There's this guy I'm, who's... I've
10: watched Are You Being Served.
6: <laughs> and I've seen Faulty Towers.
8: I've seen It. Oh, well, Not we'll talk about... Not the new it. one, but the old oh, one. Oh, I
7: thought you said you were going to see It this week. No, next week. Next week. Well, we've... we've, we've I don't know if we're going to be on next... I've got to talk to Kenny and see... Um Next weekend on Saturday, my little sister will my sister well she doesn't like what I call her my little my younger sister, Carrie, will be arriving here in Enterprise, Alabama with her, her husband, my brother-in-law Kevin, and as an added bonus but wait, there's more. My tooth- achingly cute, uh, insanely adorable nephew Kai.
10: Cool.
6: Yeah. Excellent.
7: So, I, you know, I might be able be to sure do, to like... spoil a, him. Of course. Uh, I will be, uh, I mean, like, if they're not here, I can call, I can do, I can call in for, like, the first hour or ho- however long. Um, but, um, I can't, you know, focus on the show because I'll be paying attention to waiting for them to, uh, come in, um... Anyway, uh, sorry about the length of time it took to deal with the troll. I, I, you know, I wasn't sure at first, and then he started being an asshole, so I pulled the trigger. It's okay, Paul.
11: I was
10: yeah. watching him. I was, okay. I was waiting for something really offensive to pop up, and then I would have hit oh. it, too. I had my what? mouse hovering. So. I was so
7: ready.
11: <laughs> <laughs>
7: Stay on target. Stay on target. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Proton band torpedoes away all right uh but yeah so we i I don't know Uh, kenny talked about wanting to wanting to take over while i'm at awa and of course if we do i will be broadcasting live from atlanta georgia who knows maybe i can even uh wrangle one of the uh one of the guests no no i couldn't do that Okay. That'd probably be a great way to get security up my ass. Hey, Laura Bailey, you want to come up to our hotel room and broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> Travis oh, Willingham yeah, is like go over well. Tra- Travis <laughs> Willingham would be like, <laughs> "You're you, a dead you man, gone. Hebert."
6: Yeah, no kidding. Have you had a chance to look over the questions I've yes, added to your list?
7: I have, okay. and uh, will like I said we'll talk more about that when Kenny gets here. Okay. Uh, there, there is a document. The, it does exist and we are taking questions um but uh but yeah all right so uh, let's get started uh i, I you know unfor- unfortunately i don't have a lot of audio because spoil uh you know miles michelle and john all know this but well kenny does too of course but i got stuck at work for like 3 hours today after i was done um, waiting and waiting to be picked up because of, uh, an inconsiderate person. And I won't say who it's not someone who's related to me. Um, but I can't get more specific than that, but yeah. So I didn't get a chance to get all the, I started editing it last night, but it's just so hard to come home from work and then edit. (sighs) I don't know how Kenny does it guys. I really don't.
6: He probably has uh, audio gnomes.
7: Oh, or, or, or uh, you know, we know cocaine's a hell of a drug. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I no <laughs> co- 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 cocaine
9: <laughs>
7: <laughs> not, 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 I want to make this clear. Kenny Pick does not do cocaine. No. But cocaine...
8: Disclaimer. Indie Media Weekly does not condone, nor... Uh, encourage, Approve of mm-hmm. Encourage the use of cocaine And or hookers
11: <laughs> <laughs> sound, <laughs> sound disclaimer <laughs> uh. Import- <laughs>
7: Import- safety tip, right, Important Important
12: safety he- tip Thanks
7: Egon uh, <clears throat> I just don't know where he gets that energy from Cause it's like I get home after 6 o- He goes to work for 8 hours I work 6 to 8 A day and I'm like alright so let's get we've only got time for oh shit Uh, let's get to this real quick Uh, Schmucker Carlson uh, talking about 9-11 have I mentioned just how much I hate this motherfucker
6: I think you have but if you wish to say it again
7: I hate this motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Time. Is,
6: per, uh, push the button, Frank.
7: Hey, right, here we go. Yeah.
12: Well, the cleanup from Hurricane Irma is only beginning. Millions remain without power. The waters are still rising in some parts of Florida. Stay with Fox for continuing coverage of all of that. Well, as a nation tries to recover from two deadly hurricanes, we're also remembering the 16th anniversary of the 9-11 terror attacks. Almost 3,000 people were murdered that day. The country permanently changed by the experience, never to be the same. We spent all those years fighting in Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, Libya, and beyond in a war that has been heavy on frustration. There are still lessons to draw from 9-11, ones that we shouldn't forget. There's this one, maybe first among them not all cultures are the same not all cultures are equal there's a reason the u.s does not perpetuate 9-11 style attacks while in other countries suicide terrorism is routine whatever makes us distinct here in the united states
7: we ought to treasure and try to preserve and protect uh, you know you always know it's a good day when schmucker is able to work in some casual racism into his into his spiels yeah <laughs> uh. Wow. Not, all
6: right. Not well, that was—I that, that, that will was, just say that's a constant dog whistle, but okay, whatever. I mean, that's not—that's not
7: unexpected. It was more like a dog kazoo, obnoxious, yeah, 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 yeah. annoying, undignified. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, all cultures aren't created equal, John. What do you think? I mean, well, what about our uh, culture
8: of war, you know, after 9-11, uh, you know, W had to yeah. uh, brandish his war cod piece and, you know, march into Iraq and Afghanistan and, you know, everywhere else, you know, and probably, you know, over in the Middle East, like, they see our soldiers... As terrorists, like, you know, because, like I said, we just, like, walked in and, you know, just started shooting.
7: Yeah, I mean, war, believe it or not, war is actually a form of terrorism. It's just a form form of terrorism with rules. You are terrorizing, <laughs> you are trying to terrorize another country into submitting to your authority. That's basically what war is.
6: Yeah, I'm so ready to pull out of those places. I don't know what the base of the Republican Party thinks when they're like, yeah, let's go over there and kick ass. And, and, and when we, every missile we launched it mistakenly pops a wedding. And you think we're not going to get retaliated against because of that? You're crazy. We are we are making our we're digging our hole so deep. The ch-
7: the the bill always comes due as Baron Mordo uh, <laughs> as Baron Mo- Mordo observed uh, in Doctor Strange. But, but
6: they don't have any long term thinking. It's just short term. Yeah, blow shit up. Yeah. It's so stupid. America, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh.
7: Excuse me. Sorry.
6: So yeah. Good, There's good no dog excuse whistle for there, Tucker.
7: <laughs> Alright. Uh so yeah, I figured that was a that was a nice short clip that we could all agree on and you know, I, like I said, he's just he's such a prick. You know, the only people who like Tucker Carlson are other obnoxious pricks.
11: Yeah, that's I mean, that a. this serious. is a
7: this is a man air quotes who has been writing on uh, you know who has been writing through life holding on to mommy's skirt the entire time you know this is one of those people who've been handed everything on a silver platter and considers himself to be a self-made man
6: okay yeah I, I wouldn't know I don't I don't know his history. I don't even listen to the man. I I don't like well, except through through what you tortured yeah. me with. You? Oh well,
7: <laughs> they, yeah, torture. Look, you you want torture? I will show you torture. I know movies that are worse than Manos, the fucking hands of fucking fate. Bring
6: you, it on,
8: D-Bert. You, you think just week by week is uh, bad? Try going on six years with this.
7: Six years. <laughs> <laughs> Rob didn't even I, make fun. I five. feel your pain, John. <laughs> Wes went to what? How West went through what? Like two and a half, and he was like, "Ah, check please." Yeah, Rob went through like five, four. Yeah, four yeah. or five, and here I am. Yeah. Well, this is our sixth year. June was our our full fifth year on the air. You know, mark the beginning of our sixth year on the air. So, our fifth our fifth anniversary. But anyway that's neither here nor there. Let's go to break and we come back, we'll uh, just dive right in like a pool without water into the sea of Republican jackassery and stupidity. Oh boy. Yes. We'll, we'll be right back after this.
2: You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. It's more like a big ball. wibbly wobbly. Timey wimey. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
0: This is Janet Lee from Southern Progressive Revival, just
6: sitting on my porch to listen to Indie Media Weekly, IndyMediaWeekly.com,
0: extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Join us, we're leaving the light on.
4: Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly extraterrestrial radio all the power without the tower
1: ciao yeehaw sunday 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 come on down to southern progressive revival to hear the best and worst of southern politics once again We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free. And tons of extras including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival, live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Come now, and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow.
2: You're listening to Mike Chegg Radio with Adam Hebert.
4: Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal.
2: Mike Chegg Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
7: And we are <clears throat> back. Join me as always on this fine program. Ah, the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, Miles Legon.
6: Yes, hello, ready to go and talk more Tucker Carlson.
7: Get, getting ready sure. to, to fire up the mobile to go up to New York. <laughs> yes,
6: well, we'll be going up to about eh, probably North Carolina-ish in the first day. Mm-hmm. Next day, we'll stop by Rains. And see her, and that'll be Friday, and we'll be probably on, uh, you know, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, and then uh, Saturday we go to New York City and uh, get to see John Fugelsang and uh, beg him, extort him, blackmail him, whatever we got to do to get him on this show.
7: Just remember, any, you know, I don't have bail money. (laughs)
11: yeah.
6: No, I understand that if we are caught, the secretary will disavow all knowledge of our activities.
7: Yes. 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 You're, yes. You're like our A-team, you know. Uh,
6: <laughs> there there <laughs> yeah. are no physical
7: it, copies of your orders.
6: Mission Impossible Force. Yeah. Got it. For My Check Radio. Yes. Anyway,
7: also join us. And make sure to give uh, um, Earl... You don't need
6: receipts, do you?
7: Mm-hmm. Uh... We'll 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 ask our financing department when he gets here at the bottom of next hour. Our our uh, who takes care of that stuff in a company, CFO, comptroller. We'll ask her, We'll ask the indie media weekly comptroller uh, about that, as well as my damn per diem for AWA. <laughs> no, I, I I'm not actually expecting a per diem. Guys, that, that's just shtick. That's anyway, also joining us in the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, She Weathered the Storm, folks, the Rogue DM, Dungeon Master, Michelle Legon.
10: Yes, yes, I am here and painting away.
7: Very good, very good. And out uh, the great city of Missoula, Montana, that is no longer on fire for now, John Kendall, this is your jingle. Montana,
13: one man,
2: rewrote history John Kendall. hail to the king, baby Look, Johnny, you're my pal You've been my hero ever since high school That guy can hurt people Without even touching them Just what kind of a demon is he? You are under
3: my control You cannot resist the power of my superior mind Come on, you you just gotta be so superior to everyone else No, but get.
14: superior to, to,
15: to you I'm in the Empire business you may look like a bum, but you got a lot of talent,
2: young man. It's good to be the king.
7: It is good to be the king. How would you know, Adam? I, I wouldn't, <laughs> but I'm assuming it is. And I am the and I'm your loyal retainer. <laughs> Can I be yeah. promoted to Piss Boy? <laughs> well, Mr. Kendall. <laughs> I
8: don't appreciate suck ups.
7: Uh, 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 uh. all right there you go all right so last segment we got through this through some some classic uh schmucker carlson casual racism well they're not equal to us not all culture you know what he means when he talks about cultures he means white european culture versus everyone else you know that's what he means Yeah. Um, Pretty much. Yeah, I mean this. uh, You know who else also uh, You know is a terrible, terrible, terrible racist. And that's uh, how is this man still in the fucking house? Does Iowa have no standards? Like, uh, okay, Steve King, that sounds like a white enough name. Let's do this. Let's pull the you know let's pull the trigger. And of course then you have the assholes who here pull the trigger and take that literally. Oh.
11: Um
7: Steve King, so in response to the possible DACA deal, which again may be hap may have happened, may not be hap- may not have happened, may be happening, <laughs> you know, who knows? I hope it happens because it'll be proof that that uh Chuck and Nancy know how to play Trump like a kazoo.
6: That would be nice.
7: You know, I don't want to say fiddle because I love I love violins. The violin is a beautiful, dignified instrument, whereas the kazoo is tiny and annoying, just like Schittler.
6: (laughs) What's that other the What's that other uh, musical instrument? The vuvula, the zoot, the.
7: Boo Boo Zella, Boo Boo Zella. I, I thought we were. I thought, I thought you were about to go somewhere completely different. <laughs> oh, yeah.
6: Was like... your mind going in the gutter, Adam?
7: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. we have f- yeah. we have fun here. We have fun here.
6: Yes, we do. All right, and so mine st- is
7: clean. <sighs> Clean fun is not fun. Fun.
6: You're right. It's not fun unless you're doing it wrong. No. Right. Right. No. Dirt. dirt. Okay. Go. Proceed.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so we got the stunningly stupid Steve King, who's about to make an unreasonable demand.
0: Congressman. Oh, really? So
7: you spoke with the president today?
0: Actually, it was last week that I spoke with the president, um, and he called before he issued the statement on on DACA. And uh, that's when we had a fairly extensive conversation, and then um, and I spoke with his chief of staff today. Uh, the, so,
9: uh, based on the conversation you had with the ch- with the chief of staff, do you feel reassured moving forward? <laughs>
0: well, um, we had a conversation that is to a degree reassuring, uh, but we also know this is a kind of a mercurial situation. And... Uh, the um, you know the president and his dealings. I think I think this that I don't think the president anticipated how much throwing a little dock of bait out there in the water would would bring uh, so much of a feeding frenzy on it, and I don't think he anticipated how many members of Congress would like to follow him, uh, even though they may think it's the wrong course.
7: Okay,
6: so I have a translation for his answer.
0: No. Sure. <laughs> yes.
7: Well, that's better than my translation, which was, uh,
11: Uh,
6: yeah, that was an unqualified. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Faith. No. (laughs) That was a lot of quantifying and hemming and hawing and politics speech for really just to cover up his, what he was thinking, which is no.
7: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. All right. Cut to go. Of
6: course.
0: So I think it's an important task for those of us who believe in the president's agenda that he arrived in Washington with and in the rule of law and in securing our borders and all these things that actually launched him into the presidency. We've got to have our voices heard and heard loud and clear. And so if there is to be a deal struck, the effort, if there is to be a deal struck, the border security and domestic enforcement needs to, be, needs to be locked into the absolute maximum. And I would say on top of that, here are some things that are President Trump's promises that aren't in the dialogue today. Uh, one of them is English is the official language of the United States of America. That's an 83% issue. Uh, couldn't you put that up on the table and just say throw that into the mix without dissent or without serious dissent? Next one, birthright citizenship. That's maybe more than 750,000 a year of babies that are born in the United States to illegal mothers or illegal parents that have we've, we've followed the practice of automatic citizenship, but not the constitutional or the statutory directive of it. That can be part of this mix.
7: Uh, actually, no. No, it can't. Because birthright citizenship is spelled out in the 14th Amendment, you dumb motherfucker.
6: Yep, they want to do away with that.
7: Yeah, that requires they a want cons- that gone. That requires an amendment or a constitutional convention.
6: Good
11: luck. And,
7: and I don't think that at this point they want to roll the dice with a constitutional convention because there will be stuff that the right that the red states do that will be put into any new constitution. I can guarantee you that if we if we did have a constitutional convention, that there would be enough votes to to outlaw voter suppression tactics. Like KJ. I'd like
6: to. I'd like that outlawed. I'd like Citizens United overturned constitutionally. Sure.
7: Can we also insert an amendment to muzzle Neil Gorsuch? Uh, Literally muzzle. I want to put a muzzle on that motherfucker.
6: Oh. Well. I don't see why not.
7: All right. Uh, b- I mean b- life, b- liberty,
6: and the pursuit of happiness. I don't know what would make Gorsuch happier than to be muzzled.
7: Well, it would. Make I, I me, don't know the man. It I'm would make me very happy. Oh,
6: I know it'd make you happy, but I'm just saying he may be into it too. Why do you have to ruin everything? Uh, that what I was.
7: <laughs> He's not supposed <laughs> to enjoy having a muzzle put on him.
6: Oh, you want you want you don't want to think of him as like a the, the gimp of the Supreme Court.
11: No.
8: Well, no. what happens? What happens after you put the muscle on him? He goes, "Call me Judge Gorsuch, Daddy." <laughs> 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 all
7: right, all right. Uh, Einesley Earhart, who is the newest, uh, n- newest pair of legs on the on Fox and Freaks. You know, that's what they look at him. You know, they they're like, we got two men. And we need a new pair of legs that's I mean that that's probably how they they that's probably part of their decision making process. Have you guys seen the episode of science theater um no the ho-
6: let me finish okay
7: <laughs> the horrors of Spider Island oh no yes see so th- I in have. the be- in the beginning of the movie, there's this scene where this this beefy guy Gary. Is auditioning women to go with him to what was it Singapore, Michelle? Yeah, and they were like a dance dancers. They they were dancers. So what he would do is he would have them dance, and if he was interested, he crossed his legs. He he put his feet up on the on the desk. If he liked them, he crossed his legs, and if he didn't, he kept them apart. And I bet you that's what they do at Fox News for Fox and Freaks.
1: <laughs>
7: uh, I'm gonna have to it. dig up that scene too.
6: Well, Roger Ailes is definitely of the—he uh, had a certain propensity for hiring certain types of women.
7: He's—he's he's the Jabba the Hut of the conservative movement. No, that's offensive. Jabba doesn't deserve that slander.
0: We don't—we
7: don't speak—we don't speak ill of the dead in on this program. You, no. you huttist. <laughs> I apologize to Job of the Hutt. He does not deserve that Did that un, you no. know
6: He does not know.
7: No. Alright, here's uh Ainsley Earhart. Why wouldn't the Democrats
5: want the wall, Steve? Why wouldn't Because it's keeping the illegal drugs illegals out of the country. I mean the people who are climbing that wall, the majority of them are doing things. They're bringing drugs okay. into the country, correct? Andrew, it's
12: insincerity. I know there are times you don't need the uh-huh. wall, you have a river or there's some, there's some environmental issue that's legitimate, but they were on the same page to build 700 miles of wall and they even had the money for it. It is because the president ran on it and they don't want to see him get a victory, but the president is making them play. He keeps rolling the ball back and saying, I'm not going to let you sit on the sidelines and yell. I'm putting you in the game. So get busy and be productive because you're not going to just sit there and say, this president doesn't want to deal with me anymore because he clearly is remember what he did for all
7: right i didn't realize just how much you know how much oh. how little there was after her why don't the democrats because we're not assholes it's that simple we're not oh. assholes
8: the, th- the thing that they're uh The thing that they're not realizing is like, oh, hey, you know, Mexican, you're bringing in all them drugs. What about Jim Bob down the street that has his uh, PhD in meth making? What about, you know, the opioid crisis? You know, they're not painkillers from Mexico. You know, you can go down to your local cost care or, you know, or even the hospital, find a doctor and be like, oh, hey, you know, I hacked my backup or some other junk and you know here you go here are some painkillers
7: yeah no you, you're you absolutely right but the, again there's always been racism baked into our nation's uh, our, our nation's drug laws because for example you know cocaine and crack are the same drug Sa- exact same effects but because crack is considered a black person drug the sentences are much more severe Whereas cocaine yeah. is a white person drug, so the sentences sentences aren't uh, that bad.
8: Yeah, well, like, um, one second, I got to yawn. Anyway, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I
6: blame with, uh, me. what? It's my fault that you're bored, but please proceed.
8: <laughs> <laughs> but like with marijuana, you know that started. You know, in, like, the 30s with Reefer Madness, you know, like, people going on and be like, oh, you know, these colored people, you know, and their weed, you know, they're ruining the country, you know, punching babies and kicking other babies, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and then so then Nixon, you know, who was a product of the Reefer Madness, uh, well, mania, was like, oh, hey, you know, like, Weed is no better and then you followed up with uh Nancy and Ronald Reagan, you know, like the just say no campaign. I remember that. <laughs> like yep. and then
10: oh God. Well Nixon wanted Nixon wanted to, to to use a two to go after the hippies, the undesirable young people that were uh, you know, speaking out against the government and, and the wars and stuff. So Yeah. Uh, and if... then
8: like the the Dare program, you know, I was a product of a, of the Dare program for a bit and it's like, you know, if you know, if people offered drugs as much as, you know, these people propagated, you know, I'm downright uh annoyed because, you know, nobody randomly comes up to me and offers me weed. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Very good you okay me. there, John? Are you starting to get sinus issues or?
8: Uh, yeah, a bit. You know, it's from this fucking smoke and shit and it's oh. like. Shh. Yeah.
6: All well, right. I hear you.
7: Uh, let's see. We got we got enough time to get one more. Uh, ba. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find something related to what we what we've already run uh well here we go um Fair's uh a spokesperson from f-a-i-r or maybe just f-e-a-r which which was like the you know the sinister organization in birdman here we go
14: well i'll tell you what's tragic is watching you know the way this is being used you're right as as a uh, uh they, these are political pawns these people and Right, you know, and 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 we don't have the guts to fight back. Is really what bothers me the most. Is watching this, you know, uh, or right now there's a press conference going on, and they go, oh, you know, the poor kids and you know how are you going children, to yeah how are you going to children. how are you going to explain it and and uh, i saw a hundred and div- and and you know you you watch some of these statements being made by some of these dreamers they're yeah. so uh, angry and not grateful at all for the opportunity no. that they've had it's just oh well, well i calling, you know, yeah calling
3: our president a liar yeah Boy, I you, if i wanted somebody to do a favor for me which right? is what this would be I sure as heck wouldn't give a press conference and call him a big fat liar.
11: Then maybe he shouldn't
3: lie!
7: (laughs) Easy solution! Easy solution to the problem! You don't want to be called a liar? Don't
6: lie! You know, the the most insidious thing about what I hear them saying when they're talking, this is what I hear them say. Can you believe those dark-skinned people are being so ungrateful?
7: How dare you? dare they we kicked them out of this perfectly fine country that they've lived in since they you know since they were in short pants you'd think they could show a bit more gratitude michelle okay. well, I mean, hey. go ahead michelle On
10: no you go ahead john i have nothing This is just... i was gonna say it's it's funny
8: how you know when it comes to like American children, everybody clutches their pearls, like, you know, heaven forbid somebody say a swear,
7: you know, we'll get to that later, we'll get to that later, we didn't get to that last week, we'll we'll get to a child swearing soon enough, I promise, (laughs) but then, like, um, but then,
8: you know, when it comes to other children, they just, they just want to push it to the wayside, like, oh, hey, you know, This, you know, Mexican kid that had no, you know, had no choice in being brought up to the United States, you know, they should leave because, you know, they, you know, they don't belong here. It's, it's you know, it's just, it's just a ridiculous double standard, you know, clutching at your pearls for one group, whereas, you know, that other group is different, like, oh, you know got to throw pearls by the wayside.
7: Yeah. Yeah.
14: All right. uh, But wait, there's more. Yeah. What do you think about this bridge act that's going to provide amnesty and idea and and jobs to illegal aliens who don't want to go home um, with their parents? I mean, this is, I guess, Luis Gutierrez and Mike Kaufman from Colorado put this together, right?
3: Right. Well, say no more than Luis Gutierrez. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, Kaufman's uh, a Republican.
14: Yeah. (laughs)
3: The, the the discussion is over at that point. Um, he, you know he's opposed every type of border enforcement proposal uh, we could ever come up with. If he had his way, we'd do away with border enforcement altogether. No, I, you know, the amnesty idea and the reason why DACA is where it is today is because the amnesty idea in and of itself is radioactive. And even when you take the most sympathetic group, which they call, let's take the kids and package them and call them dreamers, and then the public's going to, you know, warm up to this idea. Even that packaged by the liberal
14: press
3: is not working. I don't know if they can get the dreamer thing through Congress, uh, even if they attach it to a bunch of enforcement uh, uh, stuff, but... but
7: there doesn't even need to be more enforcement at the border. Immigration is net zero because the the entire world realizes we've let ourselves become a giant shithole.
6: I, I, uh,
7: uh, did, did, this, did this
10: gentleman whine and complain when Reagan gave amnesty to all those
7: Cubans? Of course not. Again, we we talked about this before in this program. Cubans are the exception to the rule because they vote Republican, so they're okay. Right? That you know, yep. Cubans are the only people who have a special exception in U.S. immigration law where once they touch, if they touch the sand with their feet, they get to the stay. And the only reason for that, it's not because it's they're be- escaping a terrible. You know, a terrible dictatorship. It's because they vote Republican for some stupid reason that I can't begin to fathom.
10: It's, oh, uh, the, Q- the Cuban mindset's hard hard to explain, but a lot of it is, is, is very machismo, very, you know, it, it fits right in with some of the, 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 the conservative viewpoints. So I mean, that's
6: why. The, that's the old policy and it's still in place, but the Cubans, do, are, the, the younger Cubans are not. Um, Goose stepping uh, right wingers.
10: Yeah, a lot of them are actually, you know, uh, fairly reasonable people. <laughs>
3: mm. All right, here's the final cut from this. But that's its only possible path forward. And President Trump gave these folks two years or more uh, to wind down their lives and return to their home oh. countries. Remember, uh, just because you move into somebody's country illegally and call it your home doesn't make that your home any more than if you break into somebody's home and call that your home.
7: <sighs> what what a asshole. false
6: equivalency.
7: Yeah, yeah gotta love it. Gotta love it. Alright, we're gonna go to break when we come back. Uh, we'll talk uh, We'll talk some more. And then Kenny Pick in at the bottom of the hour. Why do I get the impression he's gonna have some, some sh- thoughts to share with me?
11: <laughs> Whoopee!
6: About, about, what, the AWA?
7: No, my lack of time management skills. (laughs) Oh! I freely admit I'm a hot mess. I, I, this is, all right, we'll be right back after this.
2: You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert.
8: That's the end of Act One. Intermission time. Go get some
11: snacks.
2: Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
15: And now, on with the show.
0: Attention people of Earth, attention people of Earth, do not be alarmed, stand by for an important message, stand by for an important message.
1: And now, Mike Check Radio, with Adam Hebers.
3: Oh, please let it be fantastic.
2: Of course! Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't
3: it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. <laughs> Inconceivable! I can't <laughs> take it anymore!
5: There's no need for that attitude.
4: Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop-ass.
5: We came, we saw, we kicked it there! How freaking cool is
1: that shit? Wait, Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out.
3: <clears throat> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to
6: hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy.
7: And we're back for our number two here on Mike Check Radio. The good news is I made it home in time for the show earlier. The bad news is uh, I also made it home just in time for a massive thunderstorm that is happening as I speak. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) To which the only rational response, there's only one rational response, guys. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone... I literally (laughs) can't win. I'm either damned by my poor time management skills or the shitty weather. Mother, uh, nature, I, mother nature's like a <laughs>
5: in your face. I win, nanny, danny boo, boo, etc., etc. <laughs> uh,
7: anyway, <Yeah>. join
5: me,
7: <laughs> join me. As always, out of the great city of Missoula, Montana, no longer literally on fire. Mister John Kendall, yay! You could at least sound a bit more enthusiastic.
13: You make it sound (laughs) like I've got
7: electrodes attached to your testicles.
8: (laughs) No offense, Adam, but you're not my type. (laughs) None
6: taken. Well, (laughs) John, just to help you out a little bit, I put something in the Skype chat to help boost your energy levels. Miles,
10: you are a pain in the
7: butt. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, also joining us, the great city. You stop. I'm trying to do my work here. <laughs> also joining us out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master might check great with Adam Hebert. Miles Lagon getting ready to fire up the Lagon mobile in
6: town. Yes. And I can feel the anguish from here.
7: <laughs> uh, yeah. And also joining uh, us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. Michelle Lagon, the Rogue DM. Uh Um, of I. W-
10: yeah. Uh, yes. I would get out the cattle prod, but I think Miles would enjoy that, so
7: wow. <laughs> that you are you are revealing entirely too much about your relationship.
10: Wow <laughs> <laughs> I just wish I had a cattle prod.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Michelle is like,,
5: <coughs> Yes
7: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. we have fun here every week. we we, we really do, we really do. All right, uh, Anne Coulter. You know, every time, every time someone says her name, I, I really think that horses should rear up and neigh like, in, you know, like a um, uh, young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Oh
1: no.
7: Coulter. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we have a, a similar tradition on this um, on, on this um, program. Uh, we we don't make jokes about you know Anne Coulter being transgender or stuff like that um, oh. because for for you know for, it's in poor taste um, because uh, but 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 come on oh come on that's not the clip I'm looking for oh no <laughs> so yeah. you're
8: saying these are these aren't the clips you were looking for.
7: Yeah, pretty much. All right, here you go. So uh, we don't we don't you know make uh, you know transgender jokes about Ann Coulter for a simple reason. One, they're they're in poor taste. It, it's it's wrong and terrible and offensive. And two, uh, for a very simple reason, uh, Shen Chan, would you mind uh, reminding us why you
10: know? Uh, to be a man, you must have
15: honor, honor, and a penis.
7: Oh. I may get to sit down. I may get to sit down with the woman who did, who played Shin Chan, Laura Bailey at AWA when I go on vacation and awake. That Very was cool. Laura Bailey. Yes, that was Laura Bailey. No, here, here, yeah.
5: To be a man, you must have honor, honor and a penis.
10: I can hear oh, it. Wow.
7: I mean, look, I, I, when I at first I refused to believe that you know Mark Campbell was the Joker. You got to listen closely, but if you do, you pick up on it.
9: Okay
7: uh, so Ann Coulter apparently thinks she's in charge again who who let Anne Coulter you know who let Ann Coulter think she was in charge again here we go
5: the I think cleverer response um, though doesn't doesn't persuade me um, in fact, it makes me oh. enraged for a completely separate reason um, was in the Washington Post claiming no this is all college students well okay. Yeah. What is <laughs> it? Ma- yeah. students shouldn't be voting in states where they don't live. They're not going to change their driver's license. They're not going to change their, their car registration. I mean, these are the sorts of things that, get, that can be overlooked. And by the way, you have six months to do it. The commission looks back to see, have they done it uh, You know, nearly a year later? And they still hadn't changed right. vehicle registrations or driver's licenses. Um, and it was more than 5,000 of them, and she won by only 1,000 votes. So even if half of them... Were, were, were legitimate but no let's get back to college students being able to vote in states where they don't live no that's outrageous you're there for a few years did you ever did, well did you go to school in state
2: uh, well I, I claimed I was an in-state resident in North Carolina but I, <laughs> but I okay, really... we
5: won't get into that yeah aha uh-huh!
7: another lying conservative Jack ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> So while ranting and raving about how college students shouldn't be allowed to vote, this prick admits he he claimed residency for a state he wasn't legal resident of, and I'll bet you five bucks he voted. But here's yeah. the here's the whole point behind this clip. Ann Coulter doesn't write. The voter laws, the voting, the voter law, the the, the uh, was it the the twentieth amendment I think or the twenty first that that changed the voting, the legal voting age to eighteen, because the basic premise is if you're old enough to go to war for America, you're old enough to vote. It's a
6: good premise.
7: Yeah, it's a good premise. If you're old enough to you know to be given a rifle, to and give how, your life for this country, to, yeah. yeah, you
6: should be able to have a say in how this country uh, goes. Yes,
7: just like I think that. You know, I'm not a fan of drunk drivers for reasons people who listen to this program know. I, I, I'm a teetotaler. My uncle was killed by a man who was, you know, by, by you know, an undocumented immigrant who was drunk. I, 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 of all people, have the right to not like people who drink, is my point. I think that if you're old enough to go to war for America, you're old enough to have a beer. Now, don't get me wrong, if you buy a soldier a beer, you're still breaking the law, and you should face those consequences. But I think that the idea that you know someone who is old enough to die for America can't have a glass of wine or a beer is ridiculous. but the rules yeah. are the rule, you know, the law is the law and, and and again, in order to change this law as Ann Coulter would like to to exclude these people sh- again, once again they they want to open a can of worms they they think they want to open this can of worms and they don't realize. That at a constitutional constitutional convention, the blue states have a distinct advantage. They're going to have they're going to have more delegates, which (gasps) means we get more of what we want. Yes, John. Bring it on. You sound like you have something on your mind. Does John? What? I've been muted. Oh, I thought I heard you coughing to, tell, to I thought you wanted in. No. Uh, that may have been me
10: clo- that may have been me clearing my throat.
7: Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Michelle. No, it's fine. But again, so Ann Coulter is a horrible person and she definitely should not be called a man because why?
10: To be a man, you must have honor, honor and a penis. <gasps> So I I know that I would be a very, very bad person if I said that every time Ann Coulter walks into a bar, the bartender asks her why the long face. but (laughs) 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 So I will not say that.
7: You know, when I see Ann Coulter's face, I think she's the Oni No Mask. You've seen those, right?
6: Yes. A No Mask Oni.
7: Yeah, N O H, as in no theater.
12: Nope.
7: Traditional Japanese oh. drama. Okay, okay. All right. I, during the break, I will get a picture of the oni. Um, the I oni. I got your reference, Adam. I'm not uneducated scum. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also went to the same Japanese. That's how I met John, by the way. We were in. We were in Professor Exley's. Uh, Japanese history and culture class, and let me remind everyone because I talked about this before. Professor Exley hated anyone who got into Japanese culture through anime. Like if you were the scum of the fucking earth, if you dared say, "Yeah, I got interested in Japan through anime," like he would grade oh you God, harder. Oh yes, God! and like he hated your guts.
11: I we did. We
8: did a. Uh, a small little unit on uh, anime, and he, he was cringing the
7: whole time. Oh, I- wow. Oh, dear. Here's the thing, is that if any culture's media gets you genuinely interested in that culture, that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah, see, I'm I-
11: su-
10: Go on. Yeah, mine would have been more, you know, from like Seven Samurai and all the old, you know, uh, you know uh, the the old movies about the geishas and, and right, stuff right, like right. that. That's that's what I enjoyed. Well, I before, will say that into anime.
7: Yeah, but my point is that if you get in, if you if you decide, hey, I'm interested in learning about Japanese culture and history because you watch Sailor Moon. What's wrong with that? You have a genuine interest in Japanese culture and history. It doesn't matter what sparked it. Anyway, we're getting on, We're getting way out in the weeds here. All right.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> I was just gonna say I want to know what's in the
6: Japanese vending machines. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Professor actually was reticent to cover that in class.
8: Oh. Uh, I bet he got-
7: Depends. It depends. (laughs) I see what John did there. (laughs) Alright, but no. That's how I met this lovable lug here. We were in the same class together. Cool. So, and the rest, as they say, is history. Alright. Let's see here. Um... Let's get to White House... Pre- uh, let's get to uh, Sarah Fuckabee Sanders. I, I, Huckabee, I keep making that mistake, and I don't know why. All right, that was definitely Michelle clearing her throat. Yes, <laughs> that
10: woman just makes me... I could hear
7: you cringe over the microphone. I I could hear it.
10: Oh, she frustrates me to no end.
7: Huckabee Sanders.
6: <laughs> I'd like, I'd like instead of a, ho- a ho- horse's name, I'd like a coyote howl.
7: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she does kind of <clears> look <throat> like a goddamn warwolf. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Talking about, uh, well, you'll find out. Forward. David,
4: Sarah. Yes, uh, you mentioned um, a couple times today, you sort of emphasized diversity in the West Wing. Uh, and you <laughs> talked about the president being very clear after Charlottesville and denouncing all hate. I just wanted to read a comment from a influential African-American sportscaster from ESPN yesterday who said Donald Trump is a white supremacist who has largely surrounded himself with other white supremacists. His rise is a direct result of white supremacy, period. He's unqualified and fit to be president. Why do you think – Give you have a reaction to that? And is the president aware of that comment? And
5: I'm not sure you, if he's aware, but I think that's one of the more outrageous
10: comments that anyone could make uh, and certainly something that I think is a fireable
7: offense by said, ESPN.
4: If the president was so clear, as you said, why do you think influential –
7: Uh, all right that's the relevant part of the of the clip she thinks that if you call the president a white supremacist you should be fired now this isn't someone say you know using their capacity in the federal government to to spread lies this is a private citizen working for a private organization who spoke truth to power
6: and they don't like
7: it and they don't like it and guess what I would make this case that uh, just saying that that should be a fireable offense would be a violation of that sportscaster's uh, First Amendment rights. Because, again, the First Amendment says the government can't suppress your free speech. And if the government starts to put – and I would say that an extension of that is the government puts pressure on a private organization to fire you. That's definitely – I would say that's definitely a violation of your First Amendment rights.
6: Well, if uh, if the ACLU thinks they've got a case you, you might see something
7: well
8: yeah. see there's there's this um there's this a uh, kind of conversation going on about what uh the sportscaster Jamel Hill thank you uh, wrote on Twitter and what Kurt Schilling would do during a TV broadcast and the thing is is like Jamel Hill took to her um personal Twitter to, you know, talk about, uh, Trump, whereas Kurt Schilling, anytime he got on the air, you know, it, you know, bury Hillary under the jail and, you know, all this other bullshit and, you know, ESPN, you know, uh, uh, warned Kurt Schilling the first time, you know, but then, you know, oh, he also did say that, uh, all trans people are basically uh, p- sexual predators. Oh. So, um, like you know, Kurt Schilling says something else, you know, and a warning turns into uh, "see you later."
7: Yeah, and of course he gets he gets a Kurt Schilling immediately gets a new contract with Scheitbart.
6: Hmm. So ESPN let him go, huh? Well. Yeah. They're a company, and they can make that call. It's just that with, uh, you know.
7: Yeah, but I, like the, I said, I, I will I will say that, um, you know, like I said, the fact that Sarah Fuckabee Sanders is using the people's podium, you know. that yeah. Yes, you speak for the president, but you work for we the people. You are my employee, Sarah Fuckabee Sanders. As long as your paycheck comes from my tax dollars, I own your ass.
6: Well, you know, she is serving two masters, and uh, if she pisses off the other Palpat- master, Palpatine- she has gone.
7: Pal- Palpatine yeah. and Satan.
6: <clears throat> Just saying.
7: Hey, hey.
8: Satan has spoken to me, and he doesn't like. <laughs> he doesn't like that you bring up his name in vain, like, like that.
10: <laughs> yeah, and 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 Palpatine has better hiring practices than that. So come on, definitely, now, really, definitely,
7: and and, and, Palpatine, and Palpatine has definitely has better teeth, better teeth. I
10: will By not the, make a comment on her appearance. She's just a horrible person all right, on the all inside. Right. No, That's you are all.
7: right. You you are right to call me out for that. I am a terrible person, and therefore, I have no right to call myself a man. Because why?
6: You, you to
5: be a man, up. you must have honor, honor, and a penis. Oh,
7: you got
6: the one out of two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. You can, you can yeah, still get honor to, eventually. You have,
7: to, you have to have both. You have to have both. Both, right? It's not, it's not right. a one or the other. Pro- you know, it's not like you can, you know. So yeah, I, I no longer have my honor. So I. Can Mine
6: is her. like uh, anemic. I, I think my honor is anemic. I I, techni- I think I still have some somewhere. I don't don't ask me where it is. I just think it's you know. I'm definitely qualified like you for the other part, but you know.
7: <laughs> All right, last clip before we <laughs> last clip before we go to break. Bill O'Reilly, who let this fucker back out? Oh boy. <sighs> I mean,
6: <sighs> let's get it over with.
7: Yeah, let's get.
9: We decided to write a book that showed how brutal uh, the struggle was for our freedoms that we have today. Um, But in order to do that, you had to say who George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin actually were as people, as men. And uh, they were like all human beings, some strengths, some weaknesses. But then the radical left started to rise, and there's no question in my mind that it's the Constitution that they ultimately want to overturn. The statues are just a wayside to get to the Constitution. So they're basically saying America's a bad country. White supremacy is uh, how it was established. The Constitution's based on white supremacy. All of this is the belief system of the far left. So they don't ever say it, but that's what it is. So the statues are just symbols. And uh, I said uh, very early on when I saw this controversy in Charlottesville, hey, it's not going to stop with Robert E. Lee or the Confederate generals. This is going to go into the fabric of our country.
7: Uh, yeah, I can clearly see where he's going with this. I mean, statue, constitution, the exact same.
6: Uh, I, when hmm. I see a statue of a Confederate general, oh. the first thing I think of is, yeah, uh, the right to free speech, um, The right to not incriminate yourself when you... uh, Yeah. uh, What a reach.
7: Yeah. He needs to ice ice down his groin after that stretch.
6: Now, now this is just... Basically, this is what Bill O'Reilly's doing. He sees the statues are coming down, and it can't be stopped. So, what he's doing is he's trying to attach that damage... And say the the liberals are also going to be doing this after they do this, to in order to, uh, ca- uh you know, character assassinate the, the left. Even though you know, me being a liberal, I'm I'm happy with the Constitution. You know, I'd like some more things added to it, but I'm not here to take it away. I'm not right, out right. to destroy it. I'm not I'm not you know. But well, it- so he's just trying to attach the left to. What's up? He's something he can see is not going to be stopped.
7: Right. Right. Excuse me. Excuse oh, you're me. You're mm. excused. Sorry. But, uh, oh. you know, talk about another guy who can't call himself a man because he doesn't have both honor and a penis. Right guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, yeah. He's a know, shell. But you know, here's the thing is that, you know, unlike the average southerner, I don't need a statue of Robert E. Lee to remind myself the North kicked the South's ass. Nope. Well, yeah. It and you know I've seen this
8: uh, not so dank mem uh, floating around with Facebook and whatnot. Like, do they automatically forget that books are a thing?
7: Like, yeah, they're these newfangled thing called books.
6: What a. Uh... They just, uh, you, know, you know what? Let them cry, let them whine. I want them to. I want to know who they are. Come out and protest. I want to look at you and go, "All right, you're one of those." Thanks for letting me know. I'd much rather the hoods come off by them coming out like this than the hoods stay on and us having to put up with more of this bullshit in in the shadows of the night. That's my preference.
8: Yeah, I I agree, Miles. Like you know. Um, uh, a while ago, a friend of mine and I were talking. And it it was, um, I, it was when like the whole Confederate flag thing started in uh, South Carolina, and you know, her and I were talking, and uh, she put it like this: She's like, "Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't want them taking their flags down, so they, so I know who not to hang out with." You know, and, it, and it's that, like, you know, I, you know, I'm all for free speech and and everything, like, you can say whatever, and, you know, I can call you an asshole, whatever, but, you know, to have somebody, you know, out, like, physically marching, you know, Sig Heil, Sig Heiling all over the place, and whatever, like, <coughs> we have to know who these people are, so... First off, we don't associate with him. And second all, second of all, like so we know who not to associate
11: with. <laughs>
7: yeah. Yep. Exactly. I agree. All right, let's go to break. We come back Kenny Pick in for the rest of the show. Ooh, two. Yes, yes, he's back after two. Wait, two, right? 2 weeks, not two. I three. know. I I haven't heard from Kenny
6: since uh Oh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday.
7: <laughs> you selfish bastard hogging Kenny all to yourself.
6: What you know what? And I'm getting him again next Friday, so there you go. Oh,
7: you were <laughs> you are just the worst. We'll be right back after this.
2: You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
13: election they made an investment so voters they suppressing a million commercials, confusing the message people say what is this, but politics is business poor and middle class are on the bottom of the shit list rich get a wish list, poor don't get no Christmas middle class is dismissed, I guess you must have missed this guess you must have tuned out, now it's time to tune in if you don't pay attention, won't know what they be doing how much shit they ruin, riches they pursuing they think it's a shoe in but who they think they foolin we can see you drooling, greedy like no other no longer undercover, here come the Brothers, everybody like that watch out. Our time is about to clock out. They won't go the distance because they looking for the knockout. Freedom ain't never been free. Freedom ain't never been free. Where's democracy? Freedom ain't never been free. Freedom ain't never been free. Hypocrisy. Freedom ain't never been free. Freedom ain't never been free. Democracy. Freedom ain't never been free. Freedom ain't never been free. It's RIP. As a result of the disastrous Citizens United Supreme Court decision, billionaires and large corporations can now spend an unlimited amount of money to influence the political process. The results of that decision are clear. In the coming months and years, the Koch brothers and other extraordinarily wealthy families will spend billions of dollars to elect right-wing candidates to the Senate, the House, Governors' mansions, and the Presidency of the United States. These billionaires already own much of our economy That, apparently, is not enough Now they want to own the United States government as well And that's in the words of Bernie Sanders Yeah
7: Hi, this is Adam Hebert of Mic Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Normally, we here at Indie Media Weekly would do these station IDs, but today we have a special guest.
1: You're listening to Indie Media Weekly, and I'm Lex Lang.
7: That's IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
9: Hey, Joe. What was that?
4: Uh, I think we just lost another clown car.
5: Tune in for the Tim Coramall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at eight thirty a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio,
0: indiemediaweekly.com.
5: Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower.
2: listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Who? The Jade Slayer. Master of Pain. You may know me as the Beast of Vengeance. Uh, maker of Widows. <laughs> Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
7: And we are back Join me as always out of the great city of Missoula, Montana. John, the king of Montana, A.K.A. the Jade Slayer. How are you doing, John? I'm okay.
8: You're so you're you're,
7: you're you're no longer on fire. Still, is that is that accurate, Adam? I'm always
8: on fire. <laughs> that,
7: huh, yeah, that is that is true. Also, join yourself the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. Miles Lagon, A.K.A. the Beast of Vengeance.
6: Yes, and my vengeance is swift. Oh, and John, you're welcome for that little boost of energy I gave you.
8: Thanks. I'm like Goku with a spirit bomb.
7: (laughs) Suspect that went over Miles' head, John. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, all right then. It didn't go over your head. Miles and I are on the same page today. (laughs) Very good, very good. Also joining joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle... Maker of Widows Legon. How many widows did you make this week M- Michelle? I-, I gotta know
10: oh, oh. Um, That depends on uh, How many poor ants we killed While carrying apart that tree That's infested with carpenter ants So
7: Ooh. who knows
10: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
7: And finally Back from his two week hiatus Including uh, A wedding Mr. Kenny Pick yeah. The boss
1: yeah, and I gotta say, okay. First of all, to even implicate that I might possibly use
15: cocaine—what?
1: <laughs> wild, wildly insulting. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> I,
8: I just wonder where you get all that energy
7: from. I wasn't. Uh, yeah, know, Adam,
8: it's not the '80s. <laughs> <because> yes, <yeah.
7: laughs>
8: I'm not a Kenny's Republican. He's not going to vote for Reagan.
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, no, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm messing with you. Uh, but uh, no, it's. Uh, I've been doing what I do for 10 years, not quite always the same way, obviously lots of changes over time, but I just pull it out however I see however I can, you know. It's uh, you know, part of it's time management, part of it is uh, luck of the draw, yeah, part sure of it luck. is uh, you know. No, I mean in just devotion, devotion to putting out 6 quality hours of radio a week, sometimes 9 when I fill in for you.
11: And
8: thanks for making me feel small ex- and uh And, <laughs> Adam, you don't have to have Kenny to do that.
6: Anybody get the number and, of that
1: bus? Let me tell you this right now. I will give Adam full credit, though, for uh, helping with the tech when it comes to the website, when it comes to our broadcasting tools and all that stuff, there's so many things I never could have figured out on my own if it wasn't for Adam Hebert. So, if, when there's a job to, when there's a job to be done and I need help with it, I always can count on you. So, you know, I mean, we we all have our strengths. So that uh, means a lot of team go. effort.
7: That makes well. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, I did make a couple updates to our station schedule, station broadcast schedule. Um, I added I added the uh, TV sound, uh, and uh, I changed. I made sure that the Mike Checkradio URL pointed to our new page. And what was the third one? I removed. Uh, I don't know. Can musical can man.
1: Can you make sure that those posts that say Jackie returns every like two weeks?
7: I don't studio, get where uh, those come from.
1: I have no idea, and that's the f- same thing happens with S- Southern Progressive Revival. Just every once in a while. In old posts, will show up for, like, show number three.
7: <laughs> I, I'll take t- t- I, I will. I will look into that, but I honestly don't know where those come from because those... Yeah,
1: it's the- that, that was one of the things that Jonathan and Kim told us about way back when, and I stopped going in and, and editing stuff. I'm just lazy in that sense. Well, well I'm lazy... T- about that kind of stuff, but as for getting things up and running on a weekly, bi-weekly no, uh, twice a week basis yeah, whatever. It is what it is. But hi John, hi Miles hi Michelle, happy
7: Saturday Hello, yes and I
1: will say I'm at the wedding last uh, I ate so much shrimp (laughs) at that wedding it was at a country club so the seafood was good, I mean nothing tasted fishy Nothing. I was eating raw oysters. And I had a couple. I wasn't, I've never had raw oysters before, but Susan's like, we got to try the raw raw oysters. And I was like, okay, we'll do it. And they had this little bit of horseradish sauce you put on them and everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, they they were nice. But then I just couldn't stop eating shrimp. I've never gotten full off of shrimp cocktail until last Saturday. In the shrimp, they were as big as my thumb.
6: That's
1: a lot of shrimp. <laughs> uh, I probably ate like 50 bucks worth of shrimp.
6: I wow. like shrimp cocktail. That is Man, a I lot of shrimp. Dip that stuff in there and just,
1: just Oh, yeah. They had the cocktails. Yeah, the cocktail sauce was nice too, Miles. It It almost, there was something in it. It was like kind of a sweet spice, maybe like clove or something like that that they had in there with the, you know, the horseradish and everything. It was really nice. I think the next time I make uh, horse or, or cocktail sauce, I might put a pinch of clove in there and see what happens.
10: Sometimes they do nutmeg. I know that. Sometimes oh, nutmeg oh, is used yeah. as a as a flavor popper.
1: There, that might have been it. All right, I'll try both and see what happens.
6: Not the muskrat yeah, gland. The
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I have gout, so I don't eat seafood that often. So, I mean. I, you know, I'll have, like, a little bit of sushi, you know, some tuna or something like that. Um, and, you know, or, I'll, you know, crab legs or something from time to time. We we had, we'll, we had did lobster for our anniversary, and I realize I don't like lobster. I don't know if, know if you guys remember that. But um, not a fan. I don't like that white stuff that's in there. It's gross. Uh, <laughs> crab? Whole other thing. I love crab. I love lobster. crab. Shrimp.
6: I like uh, crab. I like shrimp.
1: Well, they had crab on, on the uh, seafood bar, too, and I don't know how they managed to do it. Really sharp knife, lasers, I don't know, a water jet cutter, but they they cut all of the claws and legs, like, straight down the, the, the middle, so you had these perfect halves of legs and claws that you just scooped the meat out of, so there was no kraken involved. It was amazing. I don't know how they did
7: it. So you didn't have yeah. to uh, release the kraken? Is what
1: you're saying? No, no, you didn't well, hit <laughs> No, but anyway, who
8: Adam Hebert?
1: And of course, I, I do want to say congratulations to George and Jenny. Uh, uh, they're they're a great couple. Uh, George is Susan's. We call him Jud, uh, but uh, he's um, he's Susan's uh, half brother from uh, on on her birth family, uh, on the birth family side of things. And he's a huge David Lynch fan, um, and uh, he just wanted to talk about Twin Peaks to me at the reception. I was like, "Dude, you got other things to do."
11: <laughs> ah! You're getting married.
1: I was like, "Well," and that's the thing. This was their second reception. They got married the weekend before in Chicago, but well, because that's where most of Jenny's family's from. So, they had a reception for, I think they said like 40 or 50 people in Chicago. And they got married. Well, and it, the, They got married and had the reception on, I, I forget what, whatever one of the big towers is in Chicago. They got married on like the 103rd floor or something like that. And they had all these gorgeous pictures of, of the city and everything. So, Adam, you would definitely approve of that. Okay. Um, wow. Well, so, uh, what
6: you're saying is you got tempted by Twin Peaks and you made your will save.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I talked to him about it a little bit, but I was like, dude, you seriously just just go, go do what you want to do. We'll talk more about this. And and you, I told sir, are an
6: oak, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, unwavering. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so I uh, I told him about the podcast we'll be doing. Uh, I sent him a Facebook thing, and I was like, yeah, you you're gonna want to listen. And by the way, Michelle yes. and Adam, yes. I got a theory that's going to blow your freaking minds.
7: Oh. <laughs> okay. Or is that for I'm not we... going
1: to right now. For, we're going to save it for the special.
7: Oh. But oh. yes. Yeah,
1: uh, and, and the last thing I want to say, seriously, Hebert? Okay. Really? <laughs>
10: <laughs> it's a teaser, Adam. It's called a teaser. <laughs> yeah.
7: <laughs> Look, I, I, all right. I'm sorry that I implied you you get your energy from cocaine.
6: I got the number of that bus.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> cocaine.
1: So, all right, go ahead.
7: So, uh, well, well, we'll I guess we'll just start nerd talk. We might as well, uh, because we're way out in the weeds on this one. But um, we Do lost. Asshole week. Hmm.
1: Are we doing asshole of the week or no?
7: Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have no, one. No, you
1: don't have to. I don't have If you have want one. to do nerd
7: talk, uh, let's
1: do nerd talk.
7: Let's do nerd talk. So we lost, uh, an, a, a, a cherished actor yesterday. Harry Dean Stanton passed away at age, uh, 91. He had a good run. He had a good run. Um, hey, Ron, yes. I, I will say that I remember him mostly as, uh, brain in escape from New York. Yeah, uh, that, mm-hmm. that's that's my the, and as well as the the uh, security guard in the Avengers where he tells the Crab Hulk, "Son, <laughs> you have a condition." <laughs> oh,
6: yeah.
7: okay, that's
6: him. All right. Oh, I remember from Alien. I,
1: ha- I have. Oh, yeah, of course, Alien. Uh, yeah, big time. Um, uh, but of course, I. I uh, he was magnificent in the HBO uh, series, uh, Big Love. And uh, I have one of my favorite audio clips of him in that.
5: More fun than a barrel of monkeys,
1: moron.
7: I never realized who that was, but now I realize that it's him.
1: Yeah, that was him talking to the TV while he was watching Wheel of Fortune.
5: More fun than a barrel of monkeys, moron. Yeah. Yeah.
7: But I mean, the fact is that he was acting pretty much up until the end. I mean he was he was the June yeah, yeah. Foray of movies. I mean dedicated to, to his craft, again like Jean Foray. Uh, and, and like I said, mm-hmm. kept kept going until he, it was time. Uh, if, and-
1: if 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 none of you have ever seen it, it is it is a heartfelt touching indie movie that came out, I think, in the late eighties, early nineties that he starred in. He was the lead. Uh, called Paris, Texas. If you've never seen Paris, Texas, you have to watch it. It is a wonderful, wonderful movie. Um, you know, so. No, it's not at all. It's it's kind of, um, um, it, it's just kind of a slice of life kind of personal story. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think men and women would like a but you know it's not but it's not like you know pretty woman or something like that it's okay. not beaches okay. you know it's it, it's a good indie flick so Paris Texas check it out
7: very good, very good. but yeah like I said uh, you know he had, he had a very good career and uh, you know it's sad to see him go but like I said he had a great run
1: mm-hmm. so. he did 91 that's mm-hmm. and he was a smoker too that's unheard of
7: yeah I, I saw a couple yeah. pictures yeah like I said, uh, you know, it, it's definitely sad, but he had a good life, and, and you know, he'll be remembered uh, quite fondly. He will be missed. Yeah. So, um, also, 19, oh,
1: 1984 oh. was Paris, Texas. I'm sorry, that was a that was a long time ago. Wow. So, nineteen
7: eighty four. That would be a good name for a science fiction novel about a dystopian future. <laughs> There you go. I I I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. But uh, so, um, I will also say that we tentatively have a date for our summer blockbuster review. Uh, we finally have a release date for Spider-Man: Homecoming, and that is October seventeenth. Spider-Man. October seventeenth is when it comes on Blu-ray DVD. So. So far, Alien Covenant, Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. Two have been released. Wonder Woman comes out t- uh, twos- Tuesday, and then Spider-Man: Homecoming comes out October seventeenth. So we're looking at October twenty-first. We'll do two hours about that. I think I think two hours is sufficient. We you know one movie per segment. Kenny, sure. Would, sure. You know, um, yeah. Good so you guys if you haven't seen them you'll want to watch you know I suggest starting now so you can figure out if you want any uh audio clips from it um but so on the tentatively on the 21st maybe the 28th I don't know uh well no the 20th we're going to be doing Halloween programming so uh it's either going to be the 21st or November 4th oh no wait Kenny you're not. You're not gonna be here November fourth because I'm. Uh, you're taking over my slot that Saturday for uh, the the night show, and I'm the taking over. I'm yeah. taking over your slot on the third. So I can't. I think we're gonna have to shoot for the twenty first, guys. I, I hope that's not imposing too much. Should be good. I think four
8: In weeks.
7: 20th, I
8: think four I weeks, feel imposed. <laughs> four
7: <laughs> four weeks to watch. Four great movies is plenty of time, Kendall.
8: <laughs> yeah, I just have to uh, watch two: uh, Wonder Woman and uh, Spoderman.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, and by the way, Adam, uh, special interest to you—you're going to want to watch Paris, Texas as well because uh, Dean Stockwell was in that as well. Ah, uh,
7: yes, yes, yeah. Two um,
1: David Lynch players in one movie—a non—a non-Lynch film.
7: I didn't know Dean Stockwell was one of David Lynch's favorites. I knew Naomi Watts oh, was. Oh, uh
1: yeah, well, it's, I mean,
7: it, it, yeah, he's in Dune.
1: His, he's in Dune and he's in uh, Blue Velvet. I see. and I think he might have possibly been in another thing, but I mean, you know, um probably not cuz I think right after Blue Velvet and Dune, he went, went straight into Quantum Leap. Yeah. So, right. that is right. I think yeah, he, he was, was probably pretty he was pretty tied up after that.
7: Yes, Dean Stockwell was uh, Al. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so uh, October 20, 21st, I think is what we're go- you know we're gonna shoot for that. Um, should be fun. Like I, I really like all the movies I saw this summer. I really enjoyed. You know, yeah. usually usually summers for me are hit and miss. Like last year, you know, I really liked the Marvel movie, and I didn't like well, I didn't like X Men Apocalypse that much. Um, did that come out tried-
1: this year? Was that this La- year or was it last year? Last year. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
7: You know, I think it was also going to be hard to beat Days of Future Past just because Days of Future Past was so brilliantly executed. Mm-hmm. True. That was a nice one. Um. So, but I, I, like I said, I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. Although I will say, Wonder Woman beats out Guardians too. I, I will say that. But Kenny, you'll okay. please know. Spoiler alert: There is not the villain is not killed in a dance off. <laughs> that's good. That's a positive.
9: <laughs>
7: so. Mm-mm-mm. But uh, yeah, so we'll be We'll be talking about garden, and I think we should go in order of release. Anyone object to that? No. Like no, I, I think that's logical. <laughs> So Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Alien Covenant, Wonder Woman and then Spider-Man Homecoming. Very
1: Wait, good. so in order of release in the theaters or yeah. on Blu-ray?
7: Yeah, in order of release in theaters. Okay. Guardians of the you Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy was 2 weeks before Alien Covenant.
1: No, I, that's fine. I just wasn't sure if you you were you meant the, theatrical or Blu-ray. That's all.
7: Oh, right. right. Uh, and in other nerd news, so Tuesday, not only does one of them come out, I'm excited. I really am. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite comes out. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this, Kenny. I've been waiting for this. That un- game is going to be trash. Oh, you are such a negative Nancy. <laughs> Look at the fucking roster.
8: It's basically like Marvel vs. Capcom 3 only in like prettier graphics like where's where's the you know where's the characters that we're where's the new characters that we can give a damn about and, and I like Cap- the- like capcom has like this huge fucking an library of characters they could use the same thing with marvel and yet you know they're giving us the same bullshit over again it's like you know, pay, like, the 20 fucking dollars to buy, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and you have the same game.
7: I, 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 you know, I understand what you're saying about the cast, but I think, you know, that's a minor issue. You know, I'm really looking forward to this game. I understand being disappointed because it, there aren't as it, many, you know... It's released key- with, like, a... 30-character roster, you know, like, bare
8: bones, you know, in the in the 90s, that was, you know, that was a thing, like, you know, a limited roster, and then now it's, like, 30-character roster should be unheard of, you know, at least pump in, like, 36. I mean, you're only getting a bigger roster through DLC, which, you know, is well, okay, but it's, I mean, it's just...
7: That's the thing is that I don't I don't agree with the industry's reliance on DLC, but that's the new model. You know, we we play with the cards we're dealt, John. I well, I just
8: yeah, but you know when you've seen when it's uh the when it's the exact same cookie cutter game of like Marvel versus Capcom three, you know it's you know like I said it's Marvel versus Capcom three. Only with like prettier graphics.
7: Well then and and then you know, Street Fighter five is Street Fighter Four with prettier graphics. Well, Street Fighter Five is trash anyway. But but never mind. I can't (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm I love this because I don't play any of these games and I'm like You're both right.
11: (laughs) (laughs) What's what's Street Fighter?
1: (laughs) I'm like I'm like I'm like nodding here listening to both of you saying well John has a point Adam has a point but I don't know much. Of, I know they're I know they're both fighter games. I know they're fighter games. I know the basic concept and I suck at those. But yeah, I can understand where they're both coming from here.
7: Makes sense.
6: Just Press the spirit bomb button.
7: Yes. But Whatever I'm that exci- is. I, I'm excited. Oh! John John's not going to ruin this for me no matter how hard he tries.
11: What the I don't play
7: those fighter
10: games, so I know what they are and I know they're, the characters look, they're, and
7: stuff. There are only like three fighting games I actually enjoy. The Marvel vs. Capcom series. Yeah. Injustice and just you know, the Injustice series. And the Smash Brothers series. That's about it. I'm no good okay. at I'm not I'm no good at Vanilla Street Fighter. I, you know, so I just, I like it. Yes, I understand there are some issues with this with this new entry. And yes, I would have liked to see them put in some new characters as well. But, um, yes.
6: No, I was going to say the fighting games I like are uh, Civilization, uh, World of Warships. <laughs> um,
7: Sit back Not down. The same thing. Ta- talisman. <laughs> Sit back down, Lagon. Okay, I'm done, I'm done anyway i'm looking forward to it i've been waiting you know and listen anyone who's listened to this program since what february knows i've been waiting for this game
6: yes you remind us yes
7: yes i i'm i'm very excited and you know so yeah uh so anyway kenny uh Mm-hmm. I, my vacation starts in exactly uh to, to paraphrase Alice from Alice in Wonderland. No not Alice who was it that said exactly? uh anyway, uh, the,
1: wasn't that the the white rabbit?
7: I think it was actually. It's been a while. I know it was the Cheshire Cat who said he was Whoa. the guy
1: that he, he was the one with the watch. Yeah
7: anyway, uh, I have three work days left tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday and then it is vacation yep. time and then Saturday. My sister and my nephew arrive here. And then Thursday... We'll talk more about this next summit. Thursday, we go to Atlanta! For uh, Anime Weekend Atlanta. You know, yes. And I will say this. You know, this isn't about the convention. But Atlanta this time of the year is beautiful. It's not too hot. Mm-hmm. It's not too cold. You can go outside and not feel like you're being crushed... Under the weight of oppressive humidity. And, uh... So, yeah... Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, uh, but uh, yes. So everyone be be keeping an eye out for souvenirs because I will be I will be doing the usual picking out. So usually well, there I you get go. usually I get Kenny course, a su- I will... oh sorry
1: oh don't get me a shirt I have too many shirts seriously <laughs>
7: no, no more nerdy t-shirts well.
1: Damn. just look for I don't know you, you don't have to get me anything get somebody get somebody you haven't gotten a souvenir a souvenir i I got more than enough stuff just you going there and, and your gift to me is doing awesome interviews and creating quality content for the network so spend my the money you would spend on me on yourself or somebody else
7: oh don't get wrong I've got a list of import books I'm looking for yeah because I can actually read those to some extent yeah <laughs>
1: that's right that's so
7: um, so yeah Kazuma Kaneko released a new um book of his art from Shin Megami Tenze and the volume four came out in March and then the volume five came out in August and I'm hoping to find them both so you know art art is universal I don't need to read you. I mean don't get me wrong being able to read the blurbs yeah. about the mythology behind it always fun you know
6: is this a uh, comic art artist or an anime
7: artist? Video game artist. Kazuma Kaneko has done the art for uh Megami Tensei since the very beginning. So since Megami Tensei in 87 and they're all mythological wow. entities. So gods, goddesses, devils and demons from mythology. Cool. Well,
1: look at the time.
7: Yep, yep. All right, so we'll come back. We'll talk more about that more about the the big the big news, and then uh, we'll just jam and uh, see what happens. We'll be right back after this.
2: You're listening to Mike Chegg Radio with Adam Hebert, the ideal teacher, a man of grit and character whom none have the heart to kill. Mike Chegg Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
15: And now, on with the
9: show.
0: Attention, people of Earth. Attention, people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message.
1: And now, Mike Check Radio with adam hebers
11: oh please let
15: it
3: be fantastic
2: of course yes 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 it's rather good isn't
3: it hey i'm just enjoying the show inconceivable i can't can't take it anymore
5: there's
4: no need for that attitude don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin
11: whoop
1: ass
5: we came we saw we kicked it there
1: how freaking cool is that shit great i reject your reality and substitute my own nice right i learned that one from you guy bang it out
3: (coughs) we are going
1: live yeah
15: feel free to
3: hang around for a while
1: oh god this makes me
6: happy
7: guess who forgot to queue up the show opening oops anyway we are back for the final hour here on Mike Check with Adam here joining me as always out of the great city of Missoula, Montana. The King of Montana approaches. John Kendall with his war cat, boots, and snowflake. Yay. <sighs> <laughs> it's never mind. Also joining us at the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM of Mike CheckRay with Adam Hebert, Ma- Galaxy Master, Miles Lagon. Woohoo! Yes, here, ready to go.
1: Not and, general. I thought you meant general manager when you said GM.
10: Yeah, <laughs> that that GMs have
7: been on my mind a lot lately, as Kenny will attest. I bet.
6: <laughs> I, I hope my enthusiasm made up for John's.
7: Uh, yes, yes, very good, very good. Also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, Michelle Legon, getting ready to fire up the Ligon Mobile and go up north.
10: Oh yes, we're looking forward to that. Let's no, just I, hope those those three wonderful little storms out there don't decide to put a rainer on our parade.
7: I'm told by war that in upstate New York it gets so cold that all atomic motion stops.
10: No, it doesn't get that cold.
7: <laughs> anyway, also joining us out of the great city of Clevesburg, Ohio, he is not the his show is not the mistake, but like it is the roar by the shore, Kenny Pick
1: Yes, I am here. And Michelle, I don't know if you're a fan or not because I know uh, you you do like some '80s music. But the Sue's at this very moment is at uh, my workplace watching uh, Adam Ants.
10: Oh wow! Very cool. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I got her. I got her and our friend uh, Stephanie, the attorney, and uh, her friend Shannon, her coworker Shannon, who uh, runs uh, Knit Girl Studios. Uh, they all piled in and went down to downtown Cleveland and are currently uh, listening to some uh, Adam Ant live music, some Ant music.
6: That's very okay. cool. Very good. Sweet. That's one of my favorite little cartoon heroes.
1: Different, <laughs> different thing entirely. Wrong Adam Ant.
6: Oh!
8: Lagan, oh.
1: you'll be the death of me.
6: <laughs> Adam Ant
11: is...
8: Wait... No, that's Adam Baum. Sorry.
7: <laughs> don't drink, don't smoke. Pro smile. wrestler
8: from the 80s.
7: All right. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Uh, I talked about this on uh, the Tuesday edition of this uh, this week's Tuesday edition of Travel Night with Kenny Pick. But I-, I don't know what happened, but I've been approved for another press pass at AWA. Very excited. I already put in for my uh, interviews... Uh, I have to get my list. Uh, I don't know who. Now keep in mind that this is people I've asked to sit down with, not people I've been approved to sit down with. I mean, for all I know, they—you know—the guy in charge of uh, press could say Adam Hebert. I don't know if we can let him near Laura Bailey.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I—I I told them you were a, a male lingerie model, so uh, <laughs> maybe that has something to do with with uh, the admission. <laughs>
7: Uh well you, you never know but uh, anyway uh, I, told, well, I I told
1: I was too to be fair so
7: <laughs> well the, the truth is a lot more boring
1: yeah definitely
7: so not that I you know I, I, you know God bless you Kenny but your job sounds boring
1: <laughs> my so, my my day job
7: yeah that I am not going to say oh, it much more oh, about.
1: Yeah, it's it's fucking boring. Yeah, uh, but uh <laughs> it's uh it, it you know, it, but it, it, it's boring but it's not hard. So that's the good thing about it, I suppose. Yes.
7: All right. So anyway, uh I've asked for interviews with uh basically anyone I didn't need a translator for. I mean, don't get me wrong, I can speak Japanese to to you know, I'd say I'm intermediate. I, 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 intermediate to you know not quite advanced but i'm not intermediate so i'm kind of somewhere in the middle um mm-hmm. but i was like even if i could speak to them without an interpreter there's the nightmare that would be post production which is me having to record my questions in english and their responses in english and figure out how to superimpose it you know do it do it professionally it was like nah i'm gonna be lazy and talk to people who speak english Mm -hmm. so to it I have asked for uh, interviews with uh, Laura Bailey the voice of Lust from Full Metal Alchemist and you might recognize her uh, you know you may not recognize her from this Kenny uh, but uh, you know uh, this is her believe it or not to be a man
5: you must have honor honor and a penis
7: (laughs) that is is Laura Bailey Um, she's also on uh, Critical Role which uh, I highly recommend you check out, Kenny, if you have, you know, like, four spare hours to burn. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're long shows. How long did Thursday's show run? It ran for almost five hours, I think.
10: Yeah, I'm not, I didn't watch Thursday's show. I've been catching up on all the old shows first.
7: So, um, uh, Travis Willingham, who is Laura's husband, as well as the voice of Colonel Roy Mustang from Fullmetal Alchemist, and he's also on Critical Role, and he's also uh, he's the voice of Thor in the Avengers cartoons that they made a couple years ago, and the voice of Thor in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite.
8: <sighs> <Hey> Adam, <laughs> do you know how you play Marvel vs.
7: Capcom Infinite?
8: Throw it in the trash.
7: oh damn it the allergies you know the muscles that control my middle finger are now out of control again john i'm gonna have to ice it down all right uh so uh again uh those those are two of the biggest names in anime dubbing right now travis willingham and laura bailey um the impressions sorry that? that was an accident I was, what I was like uh so uh <laughs> I also asked for an interview with Stephanie Shea, uh who is the vo- the the new voice for Sailor Moon, for Usagi Skino, Skino, uh on the new re on the redub of Sailor Moon <clears throat> among many other roles I've enjoyed. Um Arihime in from Bl- Yeah, she was yeah. Arihime. She was also Ereka in Ereka Seven. Uh, Michael Sinter Nicholas. I, I I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right because I don't know French. Um, Santa Claus. That's what I'm thinking. I think it's a French form of Saint. Ni- <laughs> I'm I'm serious. I think it's a French form of Saint Nicholas. I love it. Um, he's the voice of Dean Venture on the Venture Brothers. He's also done anime. Okay. Uh, he's also done some anime. Um, and actually, I've got. I- I'll share this story in a little bit. But I'm going I if I get interviews with either step with. I'm hoping I get interviews with both, of course. But if I get an interview with uh Michael or um uh Brina Palencia, I do have a story, a touching story, I think that they should hear. But uh, uh Christina V, who is the new voice of Sailor Mars, he, Ray Hino in Sailor Moon, as well as Velvet the Vel- stuff with Sailors. <laughs> yes, also the voice of Velvet Crow. And Tales of Basaria. Bers- I don't know. Velvet Crow sounds like something you'd order at a bar.
11: Yeah.
10: Yeah.
7: Bartender, give me a Velvet Crow.
10: Yeah, some, something you would get at a bar in Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs>
7: ah! <laughs> and a Mogulu Chaser.
10: No, that would be a Velvet Raven. Never mind.
7: Yeah, Velvet Raven. Bad ra- joke. No. Close, close <laughs> enough. No, fair, fair,
1: that's close enough. Um... <laughs> Oh, don't even start talking about the Baltimore Ravens. E- I don't even like sports, and I'm still bitter about uh, the whole oh. Ravens Browns thing.
10: No, no, I wasn't doing it as a Ravens, as a Baltimore Ravens football reference. I was doing it as a Baltimore, as a Raven for um, it's a Poe uh, reference. Poe, a Poe po yeah, reference. Po reference. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Hey, uh, All right. Kenny. So, yeah.
8: How can you tell people don't watch sports?
1: Um. They screw up cities for sports teams.
8: No, they'll fucking tell you about it. Yeah, <laughs> no, there you
6: go. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's I, get to. I appreciate this. you telling me about the Ravens and the Cleveland thing, Kenny, because that I, you know, I always need more buttons to push. So thank you
9: for that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a. <laughs> All right, hit him, Michelle.
7: Uh, hit him. <laughs> get the cattle prod. All right, uh, now this what this is one I'm really excited about jennifer hale now you may not know the name i guarantee you you will know the voice she's been voicing video games for you know about two decades she's been the voice of samus aaron uh she was the voice of giganta and killer frost in the dc animated universe or at least justice league okay and Mm -hmm. she was also the voice actor of one of my all-time favorite cartoons where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego? She was the voice of Ivy. She's been around for a while, and I'm really excited. To, I'm hoping to be able to sit down with her. Um, She's almost up to S- Stephen J. Bloom territory, guys. Uh, and I'm hoping to be able to talk to her about the Performance Matters campaign on Twitter. I think it's very important that we stand up for these people who've given us so much joy in so much of their time free well not freely of course they get paid for it but you know who give us something we cherish um so i want to talk about that and this is another one i'm excited about eric roth the conductor for a new world an intimate evening with final of final fantasy music um and he's the son of arnie roth who conducts distant worlds music from final fantasy not only is he Arnie Roth's son, he did the arrangements for Distant Worlds. So I want to ask him what his personal favorite arrangement is. And I'm hoping, knocking on wood, <laughs> that it's I, I want to hear him say Dancing Mad or Terrorist Theme Kenny. I want to hear him say Dancing Mad or Terrorist Theme so badly. Oh,
10: that'd be cool. Yeah.
7: Cause Dancing Mad is my all time favorite bo- final boss battle. The the pipe organ just screams evil villain to me. Uh, yeah, it's ten minutes long, but it's the best. It's ten of the it's ten of the best damn minutes of your life. <laughs> but uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, Erica Lindbeck is a is a relatively newcomer. She was in Persona Five as uh, Futaba Sakura. Um, and she was also in Tales of Berseria alongside Christina V. Oh, and I should also mention that Christina V is the voice of Ladybug in Miraculous, if anyone here, if anyone listening watches that. Um, so there, you know, Erica Lindbeck should be fun. Uh, and Brina Palencia, who was the voice of Loki in Mythical Detective Loki Ragnarok which is an anime series where Loki has been banished from Asgard by Odin Kenny and is cursed to... Well, not Wander the Earth, but he is basically stuck in the body of a small child. Gotcha. And so he's basically trying to uh, prevent Ragnarok. And all three of his children, by which I mean Hela, Fenrir and uh jormungandr show up in this anime series and in this anime mm-hmm. series fenrir fenrir's main form is that of a cute little black puppy
5: <laughs> oh gotcha
7: so uh you know but she's the voice of um cl phantom hive from uh black butler and the, and this is related to the story i want to share Um, She and uh, Michael Sinterklaas were the leads in the film uh, Summer Wars. And the reason why this is important to me is that um, Summer Wars came out in uh, 2011, shortly after the tsunami happened. Yeah. And um, I was uh, in Montana at the time. John can attest. He was there, too. And I was involved with the JSA, the Japanese Student Association. I was their historian, so it was my job to take Not pictures. Not the
1: Justice Society of America. No, I'm sorry. I, you I said JSA. Yeah. I had to. <laughs> you
7: know, I, I had I to
1: say Justice Society of America.
7: I had no, to. I, I yeah, but unfortunately, I didn't make the cut for that. Um, yeah. So we um, we were raising a lot of money for for uh, charities related to the you know related to the uh, relief effort to the. Uh, uh, the tsunami and mm-hmm. one of those things that we did was we secured permission not only from funimation who was distributing summer wars but the the creators of the movie itself to use a special one time only screening of the film in the in the historic wilma theater in in downtown missoula montana yeah and um, I, I enjoyed the movie, and it was nice to be able to see a lot of these foreign students. you know, a lot of these foreign students, because Japan, uh, uh, Missoula, the University of Montana, and Japan have a very unique relationship. Um, we get a lot of Japanese exchange students.
8: Yeah, they um,
7: uh,
8: the what? University of Montana has like a sister university in Japan.
7: Yes, um, and it was like for one night, these these people were able to just not think about this horrible thing uh, that had happened. And you know, yes, we were raising money, you know, of course for the for the relief efforts, but it it brought them some comfort in a time when it was sorely needed. And I want to share that with them, that because what these people do matters. Mm-hmm. It, may not, it may not seem like much. Um, they, just, they just talk the microphones. No, I just talk into a microphone. These people bring joy and comfort to people. They, in, they put their hearts and souls into this. And I want to make sure that Michael Sintra Niklas and Brina Palencia knows that something they did mattered. Yeah. So if I get interviews with either of them, they will be hearing that story. I think it's important. You know, I don't know if they were involved in that decision. I would like to think that since it's their voice, maybe. But I think they deserve to know that something they worked on brought joy and comfort to people who sorely needed it at that time. Yeah,
10: it's cool. I think the there. next story. They will. They will. That, that is that's a really neat little bit of uh your history
7: that's cool
1: see Hebert you're not all that bad
7: no <laughs> I you know I have a heart uh but no i I wanted to i, I wa- I'm really hoping I get interviews with with I would like to get an interview with if I to, if, if I had to choose one or the other I would probably pick Brina. Brina palencia um but I either or both would be lovely um but i definitely want to share that story with with um uh brina palencia and michael sinternic class because like i said what they do matters you know um and, and that's why i respect you know stephen j bloom who who is in the freaking guinness book of world records you know kevin conroy who who i i'm gonna say it kenny is the best batman so far Oh, oh, I don't disagree at all. I said it, and I don't regret it. Well,
1: well, you remember my comment to him, uh, right, where uh, (laughs) I said they should cast you, uh, you know, as a live-action Batman. And he said, I'm not big enough. And I was like, you're at least as big as Michael Keaton. You know, and I kind of raised my hand, like, you know, height-wise. And he's like, no, no, I mean, famous big. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
7: but I mean, you know, like,
1: Oh, I get it now. Yeah. I was in my 20s. I didn't know any better.
7: Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, Kevin Conroy shows up at a at a kitchen after 9 11 to serve to the, you know, to the people helping in the, the rescue effort. I mean, these people, they're good people. And, uh, yeah. Cool. You know, I wish I had a fraction of their talent, but you know, like I said, I will get to sit down with some of these. Hopefully, all of these people. I I went. Um, let me see. Last year, I asked for six interviews. Of them, I got five. And of the five, yeah. one canceled because Johnny Young Bosch canceled all his interviews, and I Shine won't interview when an interview without Johnny. So, yeah, I think I've Understood. got a good. I've, I think I've got a good record. You know, five five out of six. You know, so um, we'll see. But I definitely five out of six, six ain't six. bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you uh, know, I and who knows? Not who quite knows? The yeah, I know. But uh, you know, I I would like to see if I can get Laura Bailey and Travis Willingham to um to maybe come on and talk role play shop with us sometime. I think well, that would be, be cool. You know.
10: They're playing a different Good. edition than what we play, but yeah, that would be neat.
7: Yeah, you know, I don't know. It, 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 you know, remember Sandy Fox also said she try and get us the interview with um, uh. Neil Kaplan, and it never happened. But you know, I'm sure that's not her fault. I'm sure I probably should have, well. you know, you know, taken some more initiative. But you know, I will say this: Sandy Fox is the one regret that I have from last year. I really should have got asked for an interview with her.
1: You really need to get an interview with Sandy Frank.
7: Sandy Frank, Sandy Frank. He's the source of all our pain. Every time,
1: every time you say Sandy Fox, I think Sandy Frank.
7: Now, I, I, you know what's you know what's shocking is that Sandy Frank is still alive, as far as I know. Yeah, the
1: the last time I brought him up, you said that too. So that's that's good.
7: He's like the Energizer Bunny. I'm just hoping he's not oh, really. Yes. I. I uh,
1: Yes. Energizer money for sure. I want to say this real quick, uh, everybody. If you are an eBay uh, shopper like myself, right now on eBay's front page, they have a join in the recovery and they have a bunch of different stuff uh, for sale that uh, uh, proceeds from our special assortment benefit hurricane relief. So... Uh, looks like they have a lot of pretty cool stuff. They have, they have nerd stuff. They have kitchen stuff. They have jewelry, electronics. Uh, I'm looking at an awesome looking pair of headphones here. Um, and you know, just all kinds of weird little bric-a-brac and everything. So much different stuff. There's 174, uh, different items, uh, up for grabs that you can, um, uh, purchase And, uh, part of that will go to, uh, hurricane relief. So eBay, you know, if you, if you, if you're already looking for something that you need to buy, just go over there and see what, uh, uh, you know, what's available for sale. And, you know, maybe you can just do a a good, get what you need and get a good thing. Uh, you know, get a donation out there. So
7: eBay, won't you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so. um, also, after the break, Adam, um, I have it and I'm going to try and do this. I'm probably going to have to kill my audio for a couple minutes because that's what I I screwed up. I was trying to find an audio clip from an episode of a new Amazon series, season two of an Amazon series that I mm. truly love. Uh, so if you want to do a flex when we come back, I'll try and get some audio queued up for yeah. it because uh, sure. yeah. it was kind of amazing.
7: Yes. I'll uh, I should have it, have that but uh what what are we going to... are you going to wait to tell us what you're um we're going to talk about until next segment cuz I'm curious
1: My curiosity is oh, peaked it, it, It's it, again it's called a tease
7: Oh <laughs> Well okay then so we're going to go to break when we come back we're going to do uh Kenny Pick's flicks picks I guess. and uh let's see do we ha- was there anything else to have Oh oh we're we're not John doesn't have his review yet but uh it's uh, it uh, is doing pretty
10: well.
8: It is scaring up a bunch of money at the box office. Oh
7: yeah, literally. Oh beginning. yeah.
10: And it's also getting some pranksters out there to get a little creative. There was some, um, yeah, there was some like police force. I think it was someone in 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 Pennsylvania. Um, people were tying red balloons to the sewer grates. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the police, the police were saying, "Kindly, please stop doing that. You're you're freaking people out."
1: <laughs> oh God, why are people so fucking superstitious? It's so annoying. Yes.
10: We're gonna we're <laughs> gonna do red balloons in our trees this year. I think for Halloween, there was
7: a I picture. Uh, there was a parody picture that where um there was a trail of donuts leading to the sewer with it with Pennywise peeking out hey. and officers <laughs> picking them up, and that was their. Awesome. Was-
1: uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Finish, Adam.
7: The uh, you know the officers did that. You know, set up that picture.
5: Yeah.
1: Well, I got to tell you right now, uh, we have a sewer grate right uh, kind of mm, right beside uh, the the our driveway. Um, this Halloween, I'm tying one to it.
7: Oh, oh yes, <laughs> that's just evil. <laughs>
8: evil. When you I do like that, it. you have to post pictures. Yes.
1: Oh, I will. I promise you, John, I will. I just need to make sure I can get helium. Uh, so, you know, um, I, I'm sure I could probably go to a florist for that. I think a florist would probably work. Yeah, I would our, have our, said balloon.
10: Yep, our, our plot books does helium balloons, so I can go down there and get a, you know, like a good half dozen of them or something. Just
11: you
1: There know, we go.
10: Just before the sun goes down, put them all around the yard. And like one right near my culvert.
1: <laughs> you know, actually yeah i think the our, our giant eagles would would have those too around here that's a grocery store chain but you know what i think my workplace actually might have them too oh, nice. because they do balloons for special events all the time but anyway it's break time yes Bieber. it is
7: so we come back can you pick flicks picks and other stuff we'll be right back after this
2: You're listening to Mike Chegg Radio with Adam Hebert. When Ramsey's destroyed Syria, that was an accident. You
15: are a catastrophe!
2: Mike Chegg Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
15: Dogs are barking at the night White trash are burning up that garbage Somebody's looking for a fight Old Frank's out hunting scope, in the backwoods quiet as a mouse, Lord knows, even in broad daylight, couldn't hit the broad side of the house.
1: Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap heaping helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show. Features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your request every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare.
2: This is
15: Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the
11: tower.
2: You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Give me frogs, flies, locusts, anything but you. Compared to you, the other plagues were a joy. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
7: Let's just hope I don't hear any of that, uh, in two weeks at Anime Weekend Atlanta 2017! Woot! Woohoo! I had a really Root. great reception last year, uh, you know, I uh, got that great souvenir for him, uh, from, uh, Lex Lang, so, uh, I doubt I'll be hearing that, but anyway, join me as always on the great city of... Missoula, Montana. The King of Montana approacheth John Kendall! Woohoo! John, Ken, is he still I th- away? I,
10: yeah, I
7: think he's still AFK. Oh, okay. We'll Woo. get
6: to him <laughs> Hi, Adam. I'm having a great time. Thank you for having me.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tremendous time. Huge time.
3: <laughs> Bigly.
7: Oh, jeez. Oh, signs on my eye. Uh, anyway, also joining us in the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM Dungeon Master of Mic Check Radio and Indie Media Weekly at large. Michelle Legon getting ready to fire up the Legon Mobile. Go up north.
14: Oh, yeah,
10: that's me. We're looking forward to. Not looking forward to the drive, but looking forward to the fun
7: when we're <laughs> up there. Drinking. And also joining us out of Port St. <laughs> Lucie, Florida, the the GM, uh, Galaxy Master Mic Check Radio, uh, Miles Legon.
6: Yes, let's just be clear about. Who's going to be doing the driving?
10: I have not said that I am driving. I just said I'm not looking forward to the drive.
6: (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're good.
10: I am am more than happy to let you uh, chauffeur me across country. Thank you.
11: Yes.
7: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And also joining us out of the great city of Cleeseburg, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick back after two weeks.
1: I am back, and it looks like Mr. Kendall is back with us as well.
7: But before we get to him, Kenny, did you miss me? (laughs) Uh, Not really. (laughs) Like the plagues of Egypt. We talk, like, every day on Facebook, seriously. I know, I'm joking.
1: (laughs) Freak. All right,
7: also, anyway, he's back, John Kendall, the king of Montana, with his war cats, Boots and Snowflake John, how's Montana doing so far?
8: Uh pretty good. Uh the smoke has finally cleared out, which I mean, it's in place some places it still lingers, but like like I said at the beginning of the show, like some parts of Montana got snow. Yeah, so like snow in September and um you know, it's the weather has been Better to clear the smoke out and help uh, the firefighters and junk. Yeah,
7: well, and, and like I pointed out earlier, Kenny John is experiencing a literal song of ice and fire.
1: Yeah, I I heard that. Yeah, oh. so I did listen to. Uh, I was I was cleaning. Uh, I was I was pulling triple duty uh, for the first half of your show tonight. I was listening. I was cleaning. And playing Talisman.
7: So. I know you were <laughs> logged in the Talisman. Uh,
1: it's, yeah, it's just... It, it's mostly been sitting idle. Uh, you know, I go back and, you know... What's great about doing an, a game with AIs is they never complain how long you take to get back to it. Yeah. So... <laughs> uh, but uh, if you're ready for PixFlix, I got my audio queued up. And by the way, this episode, I'm going to play something from... It made Newsbusters, folks.
11: Oh, jeez.
7: <laughs> yeah, you know, Ew. oh, you know that Brent Bozell. I, I'm telling you, you know, might I point out again, as i want to do, that he mm-hmm. looks just like Walter Peck in Ghostbusters.
1: And as we know, he's <laughs> uh, missing uh, a certain part of his yes, anatomy. Uh,
7: yes, he is. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's not my regular box, is it? I'll have to dig it out, but yes. Maybe he... it's,
1: look in your irregular box.
7: <laughs> well, uh, let me see. Mm, 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 this, there we go.
1: Maybe Brent Bozell has an irregular box instead of a...
7: Well, I can tell you what he doesn't have.
2: Is this true? <laughs> yes, it's true. This man has no dick. God, see? God
7: there bless you. Bill Murray. Now that's oh, yeah. gonna, you know, when it's his time, that's gonna be a tragedy. But he's only in the sixties, so we're, we're, you know, that's not gonna happen anytime soon, hopefully. You know, of course, we did lose. um...
1: Let's not even true. entertain the notion right. he'll live forever
7: yeah. or die trying. That's what I was telling. God grandma. damn it, Adam! No, what's, but whenever, when, whenever my
3: grandma. What's your talks thing about,
8: with like famous people that you admire dying? Like,
7: yeah. you know. <laughs> 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 Look, every time my grandma talks about how, you know, she's not going to live forever. Grandma, you're going to live forever or die trying. (laughs) You know, all right. Anyway, Kenny Picks, Flix Picks.
0: It's time for Kenny Picks, Flicks Picks. Let's find out what movies and television Kenny has been watching. Hopefully, it is not all depressing and terrible. All
1: right. It might be a little depressing. It might be a little bit terrible, but I'll tell you what: it is a dark, a uh, uh, black comedy on Amazon season two. One Mississippi just came out on Amazon Prime. Tignataro's uh, 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 Diablo Cody co-produced uh, slice of life uh, 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 series is back. Season two. It's only six episodes, but I'll tell you what. Amazing stuff, very funny stuff, taking on a lot of issues, including Donald Trump. Oh, and oh, in, the epi- in the first episode, in the first episode, a brother I- in the show, I- his name is Remy, and he's played by Noah Harpster, and he is uh, a Civil War reenactor. All right, he he plays a, a northern guy, whatever. And he's interested in a woman uh, by the name of Vicky, who's played by a uh, uh, Korean actress, uh, Adora Day. Uh, Cor- Korean? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. If it, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if she's Korean or Vietnamese. I feel like a dick now. Um, okay. but, uh, but yeah, uh, Adora Day... Um, you know, uh, the she plays a nurse in the um. And I, I'm gonna find out uh, right now, uh. But yeah, she um, she plays Vicky uh, uh again, who's in the Civil War reenactment as a nurse, and Remy, who you know plays a, a soldier in this reenactment, is hanging out by his car with one of his buddies. Uh, played a a guy named Patrick played by John Reap and you, you have to hear this scene because Adora Day's character, Vicky says something that just about all of us have been saying on all of our different shows here so listen to how this pans out it's really racist how it starts out but how it ends up is just pure perfection
3: Victorious battle
5: undefeated. Hey Patrick. Sorry for not tending to your wounds fast enough. I lost my footing.
1: No sweat. Just don't fuck up again. <laughs> Let me die or whatever. I highly doubt that'll happen. Vicky is our top nurse. Yeah, but why are you even here? Pardon? Well
5: you know there weren't like any Chinese people in the Civil War. Are you playing like a white person or what? Oh, I'm Vietnamese. And actually there were Chinese soldiers in the Civil War. Quite a few.
3: So our characters are probably fucking concubines.
13: Patrick, go. That's awesome.
10: Mm. Jerry. I hey got your friend
5: is a real class act.
13: You don't listen to him. He doesn't know any better. Why is
5: he saying it now? We've both been doing reenactments for years. So? Because he has permission now to be racist.
13: No, he's just. It's like how you overlook the bad parts of Catholicism.
5: That's not the same thing at all. Why not? <sighs> Who did you even vote for? Oh, no. Now, don't blame me.
13: I didn't even vote. Oh, no, you didn't oh! stop a racist from becoming president. There are other issues, and not everybody who voted for him is a racist either.
5: Anyone who accepts racism is a racist. I think that's a bit extreme. Well, I think you're ignorant then.
1: All right, there it is. Uh, so basically, she said, you know, you, you uh, essentially he rolled over. You didn't vote. And you did nothing to stop a racist bully from getting in the White House. And not everybody who voted for Trump is a racist. No. Being okay with racism is racist. Yeah. So when I saw this episode... And I'm sorry, the audio was kind of quiet. I got it as as loud as I could. Uh, But uh, when I saw that, I was like, this is going to be an awesome fucking season. And it really was. It really was. And uh, I, I really... Uh, it, uh, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but uh, I really hope uh, that the Remy character can redeem himself. Uh, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah.
15: That's- uh,
1: but yeah, one Mississippi starring Tignataro, She's a cancer survivor. She's a lesbian. Uh, this is um, this is a show about just real love, real human uh, values, real. Uh, interactions with, you know, family, friends, lovers, whatever. Uh, it, it's um, it's an amazing show. I was so surprised that... Uh, well, I wasn't surprised. I was pleasantly surprised to see season two was available. It's only six episodes uh, right now, and I think that's the same length as uh, um, season one. Louis C.K. is a, an executive producer on this, so that might uh, lend a little bit more credence to... Uh, to the program if you're not familiar with Tignataro but Tignataro is amazing. And oh, and also for radio nerds, she plays a her character is a radio show host. What? Oh. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's really and uh, uh, oh, it's so fucked up and disturbing. And also she not only that but she's a survivor of uh, abuse from a family member. Uh, sexual abuse and, uh, you know, but if, if you haven't seen this series, you've got to binge it. It's only 12 episodes, two seasons. Uh, season one came out last year. Obviously, season two is available now. Um, it, it, there's so many amazing laughs and uh, it, it's one of those shows where I I talk to the TV and I'm like, oh, you didn't just fucking do that, did you? <laughs> you know? But yeah, so One Mississippi, Amazon Prime, watch seasons one and two. You will not regret it. And, and Tignataro is fucking awesome. I want to hang out with her.
10: That sounds pretty cool. You know, um, my, uh, I started watching this season of American Horror Story, watched the first episode, and decided I'm not going to watch it for a while because it's too disturbing. And it's got stuff in there about Trump and everything. So it's, oh, God. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, a watch- Trump cult. Call- Yep, a Trump
8: the f- First episode and the second episode, and even I am feeling like a little bit of uh, Isn't uneasiness it? from it. Uh, Evan Peters is so good. I yeah. I want to punch him in the face, but then I want to hug him. Yeah, and, like <laughs> it's it's. It it's really, like, uneasy. Like, I've never been, I've never felt a general uneasiness from American Horror Story. And, um, I, there's a few seasons I haven't watched because, like, I didn't finish Roanoke because it was bullshit. And, I don't know, just, it went too slow. Anyway, um, like, yeah, there's a general uneasiness I feel
10: from this season. Yeah, it's disturbing. Wow. I am, I am, I am so deeply disturbed that I cannot watch it right now. I have to set it aside. I'll come back and watch it later.
1: Well, this is a good. Uh, here you go. There's something to to fill in the void. Uh, yeah. If you want something with low commitment, two seasons. Seriously, every episode's like twenty, twenty two, twenty three minutes. So you know you're in and out in like what three hours, I yeah. guess.
6: I can rip through that. So yeah,
8: uh. I made a uh, recommendation to uh, Michelle. Uh, Blood Drive. Mm-hmm. It it uh, it's kind of like a tribute to uh, the grindhouse genre. It is dirty and filthy and offensive, and I love it.
10: <laughs> I have to check it out. I saw the commercial
8: for it. It's basically they took Cannonball Run. <laughs> Made it mate with Grindhouse and added like a wasteland, like uh, driving, uh, a wasteland, like, like kind of country. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, environment. Thanks, Michelle. And <laughs> it's it's just fantastic. Like, and it's a shame because it got canceled, but it's it's really good.
10: Cool. Yeah, it's on my list.
1: I'll put it on mine, too. Very good, very good.
10: And as you said, Kenny, Little Evil was amazing. It was a fun little movie to watch. It
1: it was really good. And I'll tell you, there's a very similar film to that out right now called, uh, I think it's called Devil Baby or something like that. Uh, Susan and I watched both. Devil Baby was, um, it it, it just kind of aimed more to, like, you know, shock with um, very base humor. Mm-hmm. Whereas Devil Baby, I thought, was a little more clever here and there. And oh, Devil little- Baby also has, um, uh, oh, your hero, uh, Adam, uh, voice actor extraordinaire, Lex Luthor, Gargoyles, um, um, what's his name? Um,
7: Clancy Brown.
1: Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown is is the evil uh, priest. Yeah,
7: in Little in, Evil. Uh, that was
8: great.
1: <laughs> in Little Evil.
8: Yeah, I, I watched that, too, and I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, Devil Baby was uh, just kind of, you know, intentionally gross and just, it just, it, it just it came across as creepy and lazy, really, to me. But uh, Little Evil, uh, far superior.
10: Yeah, isn't the guy that's in Little Evil, isn't he the, the one of the actors that's going to be in that new sh- series called Ghosted?
1: Adam Scott, yeah, from and uh, Parks and Recreation.
8: Bound it Down and uh, Krampus. Uh, yes.
11: Krampus, Parks and yeah, wreck, that, right?
1: yeah, Parks and Rec, you're totally right. He was Ben in Parks and Recreation. He's yeah, I'm a nerd. Forward to Ghosted. He's like a real nerd, too. So, you know, he plays a nerd and all this stuff, but he's actually a real nerd, too.
10: Yeah, I saw his interviews so. at uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con. They had some interviews with him. Nice. And his his new co-host of the of Ghosted. So, looks like an interesting little uh,
1: show. Craig... Uh, Oh, man, what's his name? He played Daryl in The Office. Craig um, Robinson. Craig Robinson, yes. Thank you.
8: um, The black, the uh, uh, fucking, he was in Eastbound and down to uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, one and two. Yep. Yep. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep.
7: Electric Boogaloo. Craig,
1: (laughs) he's an amazing singer and musician, too. Uh,
7: Anything? Well, (laughs) it seemed like there was more coming about that.
1: (laughs) No, I just said he's an amazing singer and musician. Yeah, Uh, I've
7: never heard him.
1: A musical numbers in the office.
10: Yeah, I only watched a little of the British version. I never watched the American
7: version.
1: I've watched it like four times over. (laughs) I'm obsessed with it. I love that show.
7: Uh, before we get to this last story and start wrapping things up, I just got to share this from, uh, Liam O'Brien, another anime voice actor. Uh, he, he, okay, so Donald Trump tweeted out, uh, a great deal of good things happening for our country, jobs the stock market all-time highs, and I believe we'll be, will be getting even better. He says, do you believe in fairies? Say quick that you believe! If you believe, clap your hands! <laughs> <laughs> see, and it's like on one hand I don't want to talk politics at the convention, at the other hand I always see like all the anime voice actors I follow always ganging up on Trump. It's like I, I I just want to tell them how awesome I think they are for doing that.
1: <laughs> I understand. So, oh, yep.
6: you know, that would be a oh god, how to phrase that kind of a question to them uh, in in so far as um, do you know how Mark Hamill hammers Trump by reading tweets as the Joker?
7: Oh, yeah. You know?
6: And how, wait. how.
7: Of course we know. But wait, I just had a <laughs> brilliant idea. Picture this. Just pitching it. <laughs> Laura Bailey reading Sarah Huckabee Sanders <laughs> quotes oh! as Shin Chan.
6: Oh,
10: that'd be great.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the question I was trying to come up with is how you could ask these uh, anime voice actors uh,
15: I can't.
7: how they could no I could too much I c- no I couldn't yeah. but anyway just a reminder Laura Bailey is just to be no, a man no, no, you no, no, must no, no. have not honor they,
15: honor
6: and a penis not don't <laughs> ask them don't ask them if they would just ask them if they've thought about it.
7: Well, what I'm thinking is, like I said, if we can get if I can get a live interview here with everyone with Laura Bailey and or Travis Willingham, I and I told him, I said, you know, we we do talk politics even during nerd talk. Is that okay? Uh, And she said, yes, I think I got it. Yes.
1: I got your answer for you right now. What you want to do is say we talk politics on our uh, station as well. And I was wondering if you would do, you know, as Mark Hamill has done different, you know recordings of of politicians don't even say Trump Uh, would you be interested in uh, reading a few uh, quotes in this voice or that voice and then have some Sarah Huckabee Sanders quotes and then some uh, Nancy Pelosi quotes both sides of the aisle and then do you know ABABAB down the list and maybe they'll just read them all and then just never play the Nancy Pelosi ones
7: (laughs) (laughs) That would be evil. I, don't, I couldn't abuse their trust like that.
1: I know, I know. I you know like I said,
7: so. you, you, you know, Kenny, how much it meant to get that read, you know, for me to, yeah, make, to yeah, get that read. Yeah, you don't, don't want
1: yeah, to get a, 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 a. Yeah, exactly. What Miles said.
7: All right, so, uh, guys, I've been so happy about my vacation. I missed this story. <laughs> Biblical prophecy yeah. claims the world will end on September 23rd. Oh, cool. Hey, Christian, Christian finally Christian, Christian numerologist claim. And of course that's the day my sister arrives.
6: <laughs> so the twenty third, that means that we won't have to ask John Fugelsang onto the show then.
7: Well, if the world doesn't end, you have an out. <laughs> okay. If the world doesn't end well, <laughs> You know what will happen. All right, uh, Christian.
11: <laughs> I'm going to be
8: mighty disappointed if it doesn't. I've been saying hashtag bring the nukes, and <laughs> if it, you know, if it doesn't, I'm going to be mighty upset. All right. Mm. Uh, I may be so upset, I may praise Felicia Day.
6: <laughs> oh, Who dear. are you, and what have bum, you bum, done? Bum,
7: bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, I think John's been replaced by the thing, guys. Uh-oh. we should, we, oh, should yeah? we should subject them to the blood test but uh okay <laughs> super paper, so... oh, yeah. All right. there you go anyway uh christian numerologists claim that the world will end up september on september 23rd 2017 as they believe a planet will collide with earth <laughs> Nibiru! Oh, Nibiru! I, Nibiru! I yeah. love Nibiru! <laughs> yes, yes. The, how did you know that's where I was going? Uh, according to Christian numerologist David Mead, verses in Luke 21, uh, Luke chapter 21, verse 25-26, is a sign that recent events such as the recent solar eclipse on Hurricane Harvey are signs of the apocalypse. September 23rd is a date that was pinpointed using codes from the Bible as well as, da- as a date marker in the pyramids of Giza in Egypt.
1: Gotta love those Bible codes.
7: <laughs> yes, Mead yep. has built. His you can get lottery
1: theory. numbers. You can get lotto numbers from the Bible too. It's
8: amazing. <laughs> really? Once again, once again, these fuckers fucked up because they forgot to mention Montana was on fire and the rest of the West is still on fire. California, Oregon, Washington. You know yep. they don't pay attention to our fires. Wow.
11: Yeah.
7: yeah. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Um. Oh, one second. Uh, Mead has built his theory, which is viewed with a widely skeptical lens, filed under no shit, Sherlock, <laughs> <laughs> which on the so-called Planet X, which is also known as Nibiru, Nibiru. <laughs> which he believes will pass Earth on September 23rd, causing volcanic eruptions, tsunamis and earthquakes, according to the British newspaper The Sun. NASA has repeatedly said Planet X is a hoax.
1: Oh, uh, here's the thing the the thing with Nibiru is I used to love listening to Art Bell Coast to Coast uh, starting in like the late '90s, and I and I even listened you know I, just because I'm an a, an, a, an audio radio nerd. You know, because, you know, as a kid, I used to listen to Larry King and the Golden Age Radio Theater. And then and then all of a sudden, hey, look at this late night show pops up of this conspiracy theory. Bigfoot talking Loch Ness Monster Planet X slamming into the earth. Nibiru guy. Art <laughs> Bell had all these all these fucking bonkers people on there. Whitley Strieber, the guy who had that, you know, the first guy to mention anal probes from aliens, um, uh, you know, uh, all that shit. But, uh, yeah, so Nibiru has been a huge thing for 20 years on conspiracy radio. And it's always wow. like, well, we looked in the Bible, and lo and behold, there's a part that says it's going to smash into the earth in 1998. Well, um, I, it didn't happen.
10: Well, remember no, when and I never was... saw
11: that.
1: They misread. They misread that part of the Bible and said, "No, no, no." Okay, so what really is going to happen is it's going to smash into the earth in 2002.
7: <laughs> well, remember that when-
1: didn't happen. So they said, "It's really going to happen." Oh four, blah blah blah, on and on and on and on. Now, fucking some crazy person has let this asshole who's, who's saying Nibiru is a real thing. I'm going to smash into the earth. I mean, seriously, you fucking should have drank the vodka mix with the Heaven's Gate people and just, you know, uh, caught a ride on hail bop because you're fucking nuts. Ain't going to happen, cap'n. You're crazy.
6: Uh, Well,
7: I was going to say, remember, remember a couple years ago when someone said that Ragnarok would happen on our show day? It was like January 2015, I think.
1: Yeah, wow. I totally remember that it. it did happen, but somehow it didn't as well.
7: Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. Remember, we made we had we made a whole <laughs> show themed with that.
1: We did, yeah. It was fun.
7: We had fun, you know. Re, re, read Wonderful some stuff. passage. Read some passages from the Eddas. You know, fun was had by all.
9: Yes. Uh, uh,
10: all I can say is, you know, the rapture's already happened. You know, all the all the really good people went. You know, all the people that went that played exactly by the rules went up to heaven. Well, sure.
1: So, and, <laughs> and here's the thing: they and went we up heaven's notice. chimney. And we they didn't went notice. up to heaven's chimney to see their <laughs> grandfather in the sky.
10: Yeah.
8: <laughs> well, hell yeah! If I'm if I'm stuck on a planet with Mer, uh, where Marilyn Manson can keep making music, hell yeah. Uh-huh.
1: You know. What I, the best scam of all time is a bunch of atheists that got together and said they were th- certified atheists and you should hire them <laughs> for when the rapture happens so they can take care of your pets after oh, yeah. you go to heaven.
11: <laughs> yes. I forget <at> what they <laughs> call themselves.
1: But it was amazing. And they're like, you just give us $1,000. And we will take care of your pets uh, for the remainder of their lives after you get sucked up the vortex into uh, Magic Land. Yes. And there are some very, very rich, smart, snarky, cynical atheists out there <laughs> uh, who started that shit. Well, I, oh, I should have done goddamn thing. I should have done the same thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
7: But yeah, so uh, yeah. you know, here's hoping my vacation isn't ruined. Just my luck. I find out I get I find out I get all nine interviews and then the world ends. That would be classic me.
6: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. The notice was in the planet zone so in the basement. You should have known
7: <laughs> I'm at AWA You're the world a- Laura, Travis, over here. We're going to hit you right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> then they'll owe me and they'll have to be on the show that will no longer exist because earth was destroyed <sighs> i'm allowed to have i'm allowed to have an imagination guys especially in my own program yeah so yes, all right right, let, yes uh well yeah uh you know so anyway uh let's let's start augering this puppy in Uh, so yeah, uh, don't forget Midnight Sun tonight, uh, I don't work until noon tomorrow, I have a really unusual shift, so there will be Omake tonight, uh, yeah, yeah, um, and, uh, let's see, don't forget to listen to, uh, all the other fine programs here, including Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, I believe I may be on soon, I don't remember, Kenny, can you confirm or deny? On on my show? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I, I, well, no, not this coming Tuesday. Bobber's gonna be on this Tuesday.
7: Okay. I remember so. telling you I was available. I just didn't remember what, you know. Um but if you if you do need a body on Friday, I'll be available to you. So, you know, whatever.
1: On fr- wait, Fri
7: Friday you'll Isn't have I vacation time. Huh? Well, my vacation starts Friday. I'm taking the extra day to help clean up the house.
1: Ah, okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'll keep you posted. Well, yeah, I mean, various. We'll, we'll get you on for a little bit on uh, next Friday for but sure.
6: Then. Michelle and I will be on at Reigns.
7: And I, I, you know, I'll let That's you right. know once I get the the interview schedule, so maybe I can announce that, you know, or you can announce it, whatever. But uh, yeah, we'll hopefully have an interview uh, schedule sometime. Probably the week I'm leaving for Atlanta. Maybe next week. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of excited. Don't forget that uh, we have the document that, you know, for your questions um, and uh pairing shots. John Kendall. What do you got for us, boss?
8: Um, tomorrow on Southern Progressive Revival, oh, it's funny, Kenny, uh, brings, uh, the glorious cult of Heaven's Gate up, because I'll do, be doing, oh. uh, part one of a part two, uh, series on Heaven's Gate, um, a few, like, tidbits and stuff, uh, tomorrow will be, like, the starting history and, like, a timeline, and the next week will be, like, some, a, uh, some, like, tidbits and facts about, uh, Heaven's Gate. Um, next week, uh, we're doing a show, right, Kenny? Hello? Next Saturday?
7: Oh, yeah.
8: Oh, yeah.
7: I think you okay, did um, say... Yes.
8: Okay, uh, watch for, uh, I will be going and watching It, uh, twice. Oh, okay. Uh, with, uh two different females because I'm salacious Um, (laughs) uh, so uh, we'll uh, look out for that review uh, next week here Uh, yeah uh, Southern Progressive Revival every Sunday uh, 7 to 10 Eastern uh, the dark side with John Kendall during Southern Progressive Revival Uh, have a good night
7: all right Miles, getting ready to fire up the mobile and go up north. What do you got for us?
6: Well, let's see. apparently today there was a Trump rally. <laughs> that, oh,
1: this is so good.
6: This uh, this Trump rally that, um, well, oh, the website that was promoting it apparently was, um, you know, saying how they were, you know, against racist, they want, you know, non-racist, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And I just want to point out to the future promoters of Trump rallies. If you're going to have a rally that invites Trump supporters and you say that you don't want races to come, you can also expect to have a low turnout.
1: Hey, hey, you know what, Miles? I got to tell you right now, there was nothing wrong with that rally.
3: There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens! (laughs) So. <laughs> I, someplace
6: counted like 150 people in the in the mall of the D.C. and that's a butt. That's a big buttload of wide open space with not a lot of butts in it.
1: <laughs> you know the the funnier thing in Kendall, you'll appreciate this. There was another rally today in D.C. that had about 1, people, oh, a thousand people, and it was juggalos. Yep.
8: The <laughs> For fucking once, I am on the side of the Juggalos for this one. Like, you know, and, yeah. and it's kind of funny because... uh you got me going here again. <laughs> Fuck you, Kenny Pick. But, like, oh, it's, it's funny because you would think that, like, you know, Juggalos would kind of share some of the same mindset of, like, you know, the hardcore Trump supporters. But it's, it's kind of funny to see this because, like uh the insane clown posse i'm not a, a fan of their music or whatever i think it's shit yeah. but like they preach like uh like unity so it's you know it's it's kind of funny to see like you know juggalo's versus trumpanzees yeah wow. that's
10: actually And what what's
1: re- what's, <laughs> what's really funny is the real insane clown posse is actually the trump cult yeah, I yeah, mean ICP, yeah. ICP themselves seem very sane compared to Donald Trump and his lackeys. Yeah. Yeah. But well, well, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the music or anything either. But uh, anyway, uh, Miles, uh, uh, that was, uh, uh, that was uh, your that's part. That's all
6: so, I got. But, I just thought I'd throw that out there as an important safety tip to future Trump rally promoters. Don't disinvite your racists. You'll have a <laughs> better <reported> turnout. <laughs> Thank you.
3: There are dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs>
7: All right, hold on. All
12: right, important safety tip. Thanks,
3: Egon.
7: <laughs> All right, there.
12: you.
3: All right,
7: Michelle, getting ready to go up north too. See John Fugel saying.
10: Um, I don't have much to add. Um, I did post a couple pictures of the stormtroopers and the, uh, the JF-121. So I hope you guys enjoyed them. We will post nice. a picture of the finished prod- product when we are done. Uh, more stormtrooper painting tomorrow. I just hope my hands hold steady enough. I'm starting to get a little bit of a a bad cramping in them. So, Uh, yeah. Um, But we're looking forward to it. And let's just hope that the end of September we can still go up and see Frank Conniff and Trace Vilyeu. Because I don't want uh, Miles' work to poo-poo on that. So, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yes. Yep. And that's me. I'm
7: out. All right. Kenny Pick. What do you got for us?
1: Well, um I I'm so glad Miles brought up the uh <laughs> the Trump rally. <laughs> the aerial shots of that are so fucking pathetic. It's like you seriously, you look at the aerial shots and it's like <laughs> God
6: So many, pe- Damn it! <laughs> so <Yeah>. many people <laughs> attended my rally. It's a great turnout. Thousands.
13: Oh, so huge.
1: Rally. I can count how many people were there on my tiny fingers. Uh, (laughs) uh, But, yeah, and also, John, I'm really excited. That was so weird that you're going to be talking about uh, Heaven's Gate. I just watched a documentary uh, a couple weeks ago about those those fucking fanatics. And, uh, wow, people believe some fucked up shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, good on you for doing that. And of course, uh, Adam and myself, I'm sure, I think we're going to do double duty. We'll be filling in for Wes when, um, he has a pride event coming up yes. that he's going to go to. So Adam and I will be, uh, pulling uh, double duty. Uh, yeah. I say double duty now because if I say tag team, Wes will make it filthy.
7: Uh, <laughs> you Wes, will Wes will make it filthy Wrestle make it filthy no said, matter what we he. do he, you might as well just forget Wes about would it would make a cheese
1: sandwich filthy yeah,
7: but, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I'm the cheese yeah, I'm uh, the but, cheese but yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever Whatever my schedule is I will make sure to be there to back yeah. up uh, so we'll have fun with that and then November 3rd and 4th Midnight Sun and The, the night, night Show switch places for, show. One, yeah. for for we, one night we, only yeah Show swap. Yes, show swap don't that either.
1: seventeen. Don't tell Car that either, because I'm
7: like that <laughs> even
1: filled here. Uh, but Kenny, I will be uh, you're, I will you're fighting be a losing battle here. You. Oh my god. God, don't tell Car I said I'm gonna be filling in for you. Uh <laughs> let's say I'll be heading up your show. Oh god damn it. Um yes. I'll be subbing for you while you're at AWA. <laughs> Subbing got dirtier than heading and (laughs) filling it.
6: Yes, because
8: um, of the uh, sub and dom relationship.
1: Oh, Oh, okay. See, I'm not that quick. Uh,
7: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry.
1: Okay, fucking. I'm not doing your show next week.
7: Oh, I said doing. (laughs) So. I'm sorry. You can't stop.
1: From seven to ten PM Eastern, if you tune in to Mike Check Radio <laughs> next Saturday, not saying anything dirty. Okay, uh, so. and uh, yeah,
7: uh, I will and, try and make myself available for at least the segment.
1: Who else is going to be on the program, though?
7: Uh, John,
1: Miles and Michelle are out of town, so it's me, John, and probably should talk to Cat and Caitlin or something. Yeah.
7: Yeah, we can see. We can also reach out to uh, Joey Word, the cool black dude. Always fun to have. And that's right. I'll try and uh, do, do thirty or minutes or an hour uh, once Kai is ready to go to sleep. I suspect it'll be an early night for him, so I should be able to sneak away for a little bit. Yep. And I will give my review of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and just to piss John off, it will be a glowing yep. review. Uh, I dude. heard that
1: game was garbage. I forget who said that.
7: <laughs> no one of consequence, Kenny. No one of consequence. Oh, yeah. No one of consequence, my buns.
8: Uh, the one with the most charisma on this heckin' panel. Ooh.
1: So, Adam's wow. got
8: the charisma of a cucumber. Hmm. <laughs> Don't know... <tell> <laughs> My or my, er, Michelle is close. Miles, it, don't even use his name in the same sentence as Miles. All right, we gotta go. We're, we're, you know,
7: uh Kenny, did you? Did oh, you you God, your. It. You, you already gave your prank shot. So yeah, Midnight Sun tonight. Vacation next week. AWA the week after that. It is going to be amazing. Um. Oh, I'll be meeting Clintster at AWA. Cool. He's gonna. He's oh, gonna come. So, and and next year, you know, I'm working on poking and prodding Miles and Michelle to join me.
6: That's the plan. I
1: I have some sad news. Uh, Swamp Thing creator and, of course, uh, comic book uh, writer extraordinaire Len Wine has passed away.
7: I see. Uh, Well, that is sad. That's why my
1: Twitter. I don't know if you heard my Twitter blowing up there, but that's what that was. I I
7: heard it. I didn't um, know it was Twitter.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I'm done. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
7: Well, yeah, it, it happens. We break we break nerd news here. But anyway, so yeah. Uh it's gonna be a lot of fun the next couple weeks. Then we've got the upcoming Twin Peaks special. Um yeah. with uh can I can I say it? Go ahead, wine with Jody Hamilton. Yay. Ba 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 from 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 the from the bunker from from the bunker there we go I got it um, out and, and then uh, we're we're still I think we're gonna have to do a two part Game of Thrones special I really do I think it's gonna be a two parter
1: that's all right you know cool. I think it could happen
7: and of course all the interviews I'll have from AWA although I will say this Kenny Miles Michelle John. You Lux. Yeah. You get to preview everything I bring back. Yippee. Okay. So. All right. We're going to go. Everyone have a great week. See you later. Uh, uh, <laughs> goodbye. Ta-ta. <laughs> yes, ta As soon as I find. There it is. Bye.
15: Time for go
7: to bed. All right. It is
15: late. Shall we retire? <laughs>
5: Goodbye to you all! I'll never forget you! Live in peace! Goodbye, all! Stay happy and good luck! On our way to great adventures! Get out of here! You worm!
2: Push the button, Frank. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next
8: time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance.